more variety. The city is alive on 97.3. City 97.3. Accra. There can be no other than to burn three. No need to change. Keep it tuned to city. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning, my neighbor. Good morning to life. Good morning. Music. Talk. Inspiration. In perspective. Express yourself. Good morning, my neighbor. City FM, your station. City FM 973 <laughs>
The group is called No Tribe. It's a praise medley. Oh, yes. It's the 19th day of the month of April. The dial is 97.3. The station is City FM. And the show is the City Breakfast Show. Hashtag City CBS. So much to be grateful for. Looking forward to a profitable working day. Your best morning companion, the City Breakfast Show. With me, Ben Aravle. Thank you for staying with us. Starting the show with Business Sense brought to you by ADB. We have newspaper review where the headlines are brought to you both in print and online. City Business News at 7. Sports News at a quarter past the hour. Lots to talk about. Is it true that traders are cheating people? <laughs> the first deputy speaker of parliament is also a member of parliament. He's not happy at all. Because the way people are doing that is not fine. We'll deal with that and other issues on the show today. Yes, we hear the song. You know it's a Ghana praise song. <laughs> this is typical Ghana praise. Everybody shout hallelujah. <laughs> Great organizations have three policies. Great leaders have the same three policies. Great families have those three policies. I even think great countries do. It's called an open door policy, an open ear policy, and an open heart policy. So open heart, give them the benefits of the doubt. Don't go with prejudice. But I think today I'll focus on an open ear policy. Great leaders are great listeners. Listen not just for what is said, but what is also not said. Very important. You must have organizational senses and feelers to hear what's happening within every level of the company. To hear what's happening in the customer's life as well. So in an open ear policy, don't close your ear to the signals the market sends. Because the market is the altar that you go and confess your sins. There's also an open door policy. Security sweeper messenger can approach the leaders and let their views be heard. So which of these three policies are you running? Open heart, open ear, open door. Businesses brought to you by ADB. We have a great new loan package for those who need to desperately make some payments. It's called the Special Personal Top-Up Loan. Call us on 059-38-44-898. Let's talk about how we can make it happen. Whether it's school fees, mortgages, domestic needs, or hostel fees. You enjoy reduced interest rates, extended repayment period, and so much more.
Join the conversation on the City Breakfast Show on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash city97.3, Twitter at twitter.com forward slash city973, and Instagram at instagram.com forward slash city973 with the hashtag CityCBS. London Beat with 7.30. We've been the time news about reviews where we're headed to. Brought to you by Total Energy's Marketing Ghana PLC with our breakthrough innovation that ensures optimal performance for your engine and improved protection. We offer the specially formulated quartz engine oil with age resistance technology. Giving you up to 74% protection against extreme temperatures and pressure. Choose quartz from Total Energy's Choose the engine oil that keeps your engine running younger for longer. Quartz kept your engine running effectively and efficiently. You know, he's wearing like, you know, some nice shirts. I don't know if it's brown or orange. And then he has a neck chain. And he has a chin on his right hand. big man. When a man has confidence to wear a chain, he knows his value. This is this is one of my theories. A man who wears a chain, he knows his value. He wears chain. Wait, you open the next more. Yeah, no, I don't He has a golden watch on his left hand, and then some small chain on the right. No, 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 no. You know, we, 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 when we were young, when you wear chains, <laughs> you know, we, we, now, when you grow up and even wear, we have some haircuts, so yeah, what devil haircut is that? <laughs> you know, 
So yeah. with, I never had the confidence to wear any of those things. Yeah. If you wear anything, if you even wear your your cap back backwards, yeah. I mean, yeah. hey, come here. To be honest, to be, honest, to be honest, I mean the the necklace thing is for me is a it's a bit more recent. No, but it fit you. It fit you. Yeah, fit you. So I have had people say us, but yeah. You know, this is when you see like American kids. They do cornrow and yes. they wear earrings. So on day we found out Ron Kenoli son came to Ghana. It was earrings. Yeah, many years ago. One of his, you know, he had this song with his sons, and then one of them was wearing an earring. He said, hey, How can a, a singer somewhere earring? It's a, a sacrilege. <laughs> Charlie, but these days, they will permit a lot of things. Can you imagine? I've seen No, they say that it does doesn't impair abilities. So I've seen even little children, little children with braids on. But, but me, you can't try it in my house. No, not at all. I'm an old school man. That's fine. No, that's good. There's a no, place no, 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 government preoccupation mm. according to Stephen Asamoa Boateng who is the minister responsible for chieftaincy and religious affairs also flood early warning system for Accra completed according to the minister for uh, housing Asenso Boate and invest MDF allocations in income generating ventures according to Setiado mm. who is urging management uh, committee. Some other stories in the graphic this morning. Mm. Okay, the Ghanaian Times says flood mitigation efforts government to halt encroachment on water bodies nationwide mm. housing ministry national security joined forces to deal with growing menace nice one. president cut sword for five million euro vaccine manufacturing factory <laughs> at mid-year mm-hmm. 132 million dollars needed to fight hiv annually in ghana that's according to dr etia henning mm. Consider increasing concessional financing to africa bog edges imf you know something about mid-year I remember many years ago, I, my sister was doing national service. Yeah, she yeah. was doing a project at media. Okay. We took like three cars together because we took so far. Yeah, yeah. Now, media yeah. is like this here. If media is in the middle of Accra. Yeah, yeah. And so, then finally, yeah. woman 35 grabbed a KI over yeah, let's smuggling. Yes, Kenyan woman. Yeah, yeah. So I want you to do the vaccine story properly later. It's okay, a very we'll, good story. We'll I like it. Let me take you to the Republic Press. GWCL boils again as staff reject new DMD. So for the system. <laughs> also, Ghana to get vaccine manufacturing plant as yeah. a Kufuado cut forward. Yeah. And Ken Des, and we're talking about Ken of uh, Ken uh, a Kennedy Japong. Yeah, Kennedy Japong. Des colleague aspirants mm-hmm. promises cash splash in presidential <laughs> race. The finder, the finder. Uh, of course, they also have the vaccine story. All the right. added angle is that. 600 million vaccine doses are expected to be produced mm. a year. Wonderful. Moving on. Wonderful. Work done to mitigate impact on flooding in hotspots, as yeah. Sensu speaks. All right. Tall workers to embark on industrial action. True. And Yoko seizes 95... They, are they producing? <laughs> they are not producing. <laughs> they want to, <laughs> they want to, they want to produce this demonstration. <laughs> 
Hey, yeah. why you won't produce and you are going so, on so, so, so let me ask you. So but it's not their so problem. If you wake up and you tell your wife actually you are going to work. Oh, in the So some people bring their army there and then they look after it. That's what you do. Yeah, uh, but they have had a problem. Yeah. <laughs> Other stories. Yoko sees 95 lakhs recars suspected to be stolen. You won't produce not, now. You want to go on strike. Charlie, so, hey. And then on the educational front, 2023 BEC starts on August 7th. All right. The Herald newspaper says ECG's collected revenues heading into private pockets. MD signals are sourcing debt collection to external company despite mm-hmm. idling staff. Also, Ghana Water Workers reject new deputy managing director, Charlie. insist he's not qualified, mm-hmm. and tension reportedly mounting there. Mm. And GES gains notoriety for suspending senior high school headmasters on flimsy issues Charlie. as government refuses to address free senior high school challenges. Mm-hmm. And then something here that says, Baumia laments of african governments being only crisis managers all right Some okay. other stories here <clears throat> the chronicle says cool trial adawudu exchanges heated words with judges mm. okay and other stories 122 million dollar vaccine factory for accra mm. and more details on uh, the f- uh, anti-flood measures let me put yeah. it that way and 785 buildings to go down hey. chado abba to prevent floods. Oh, how? How did you allow mm. them to build how all can you have yeah. 785? And then finally, in just one area. Yeah. yeah. Finally, president to commission 312 housing units for police. Mm. The Ghanaian publisher has the story uh, Nathan just highlighted. 785 buildings set for demolition to tackle mm. perennial flooding. Also, Akufuado cut sword for a vaccine manufacturing plant. Chieftain's minister, Boku, Chiefs explore avenues for lasting peace. And IGP tells NPP NDC, do your politics where we will do our yeah. police work. All right. Okay, the new crusading guide has a lot of the stories we've already mentioned. Mm-hmm. They're different ones. Uh, okay, they have one different one. IGP engages NPP NDC leadership over tension. Story. Why are they keep it? Anyway, the story is dead. It's dead. Move anyway, on and do something. Mm, let's, let's get to the, the new story publisher. Story is dead and even buried. Yeah, let's get to the new publisher. Mm. The new publisher, of course, has IGP meeting NDC and NPP vaccine a story and protect yourself. Or sorry, report yourself. Sorry to Yoko if your vehicle is in this list of ninety-five. And then they have another one. Headmaster sacked for taking illegal fee. That's now, again from page. again from yes. I think I don't was headmaster sacked or interdicted. I don't know, that was I'm, from I'm, yesterday. Yes, Remember the story, see. right? Mm. Now let me take you a uh, BNFT. Okay. Okay, BNFT has a story. Major step towards vaccine production mm. as President Kasod for six hundred million units capacity uh, facility. Um, also, we're told mobile money exceeds industry expectations, reaching mm. a transaction value. Mm of 1.26 trillion mm. us dollars mm. in 2022 are you serious this is a lot of money mm. oh, even when we are talking about uh what do you call it uh, what's the E-levy. name e and all mm. of that yeah uh, also dbg to engage banking sector in addressing challenges post ddep mm-hmm. and second lady dr dankwa speak at international women's leadership conference all right let's take you online reinstate ganasco headmaster now <coughs> not to ges ECG recoups 2 billion CDs from defaulting customers, plans to settle its debt. This is from the uh, CEO. Guta is demanding an apology from Joe Weiss, or Joe Osewus, who is the first deputy speaker of parliament, who claims that the traders have been exploiting Ghanaians. So talk about that today. 
and then La General Hospital project to commence soon. This is Dr. Anthony Nsiasari. So this hospital, the old one was demolished with a new one to be built. Now we're told they'll start the new building soon. Meanwhile, Netco is on a disconnection spree. They've disconnected Ali Mahama Stadium oh. and two others over debt. VRA has disconnected Bogatanga Technical over debt. Oh. The ECG has disconnected UMAT, Johnson and Co. Mining oh. over debt. Oh. Just, uh, the, the, the disconnections are serious. Now, those are all city newsroom stories. My online stories Maybach's Range <coughs> Rovers among 95 luxury cars frozen by Yoko. Maybach. Yes. Wow. No, Bernard, you should sit in a Maybach, man. I don't even know what that is. Ah. A Range Rover. Uh, let me read the headline. <laughs> Maybach's Range Rovers among other <laughs> 95 luxury vehicles frozen by Ioko uh-huh. owners to appear before May 3. Uh-huh. All right. So, 95 vehicles. Um, you've messed up PBC. Stop yeah. shifting blame. Former PBC CEO to management. That's also on that uh, website. Now, this story is quite strange. Mm. U.S. arrest two for setting up Chinese secret police station in New York. Some strange stories. About, what? <laughs> or they, they send them to China. Ah. They said about secret police. Chinese, yeah. Chinese police. Yes. Now, t- another story. Pension funds managers risk collision costs with contributors over new debt mm. restructuring proposals. Now, I'll just give you a couple of quick international stories. There's a huge one. Fox News Charlie. has settled a defamation case mm-hmm. for $787.5 million. Yes, the guys were asking for $1.6 billion. And according to the judge, lies have consequences. Yeah. So let's all be guided. Mm-hmm. Then... On the BBC Africa, explosions as fighting in Sudan enters fifth day. Indeed, the WHO says Sudan's hospitals are running out of supplies. That story is also on Al Jazeera, which says fighting continues in Sudan hours after ceasefire was to begin. And then, guess what? India is going to have 2.9 million more people than China by the middle of this year. Wow. According to the UN. So from my whole education, China has the most people in the world. By the middle of this year, India would have overtaken China. So India will now be 1.4286 billion. Mm -hmm. And China will now be 1.4257 billion. The two together will be close to 3 billion people. And Africa will be one point. I haven't looked at the full details. I I think the last time I checked it was 1.3 billion. But why are you putting Africa together? Oh yeah, I mean it's it's, it's what, good what for is, market. What, what is Africa? Africa is a whole country. But India, is, ideally, a ca- India is a country. No, ideally we should be a whole country on our own. But the people divided us into pieces and they're exploiting us. But we were fighting before they came. No, 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 no. Not we are fighting. You know, kingdoms were fighting each other. That's that's fair. <laughs> Let's let's, let's talk about the vaccine first. Uh-huh. The BNFT has mm. a story on that, yes. um, and and the story is by Ernest Baku. Ubuntu, and uh, he says that President Nana Adodanko Ekufuado has cut a sword for constructing the first phase of a 600 million unit capacity vaccine manufacturing plant at Media in Accra. Now, this move takes the country closer to achieving its target of becoming the hub of healthcare delivery within the African continental free trade area after, mm-hmm. with focus on the production of pertinent drugs and vaccines mm-hmm. with the continent last capacity to make. Mm-hmm. Now, the project's first phase, which is estimated at 122.6 million US dollars, will be fitted with state-of-the-art technology to produce malaria, human uh, papilloma virus, mm-hmm. uh, pneumonia, 
uh, rotavirus and cholera vaccines. Nice one. Now, this phase is expected to be completed in late 2024 with production of the first ever vaccine in the country set for first quarter of 2025. Now, the plan is to make vaccines accessible to every child born mm -hmm. in Ghana and the West African sub. Wonderful, you know, wonderful story. I am very happy about this because when I did my LLM dissertation, yeah, it actually dealt with the yeah. after. And one of the things yeah. I actually recommended should happen yes, please. is a vaccine <laughs> manufacturing plant. Under the ages of after. Thank you, thank you. And they are listening to yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, 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 but the company that is DK, mentioned... DK Vaccines mm -hmm. Limited. It's a Ghanaian company? Yes. Um, yes, and they are so... Well, it doesn't say... Well, okay, it says DK is a private sector-led consortium of Ghanaian pharmaceutical oh, companies wonderful. comprising Danadams, NS Chemists Super. and Kina Pharma. Wonderful. So three Ghanaian entities coming together. I think A the few pharmaceutical more. sector have done so well. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I think they are one of our strongest points when you look up local manufacturers. Mm -hmm. So hats off to them. Yes. Mm -hmm. Just a, a few more points of information. Mm. Um, um, this, the, the factory is supported by the European Investment Bank mm -hmm. with an amount of 5 million euros. Nice one. Now, the U EU ambassador to Ghana, Mr. Ishad Razali, yeah, he mentioned that the factory would initially operate as a fill and finish facility okay. and plans to eventually produce its own substance. It's not a problem. We like it like that. Now, Nigeria Hospital will begin to see some life soon according to the uh, presidential advisor on health mm -hmm. now you know this hospital was demolished a few years ago yep. because they were about to rebuild it mm -hmm. now addressing residents concerns in the interview dr Sari said the government is working on the hospital and they should be patient mm -hmm. because very soon they will see some action at the hospital so <laughs> i don't know what that means <laughs> now explain the reasons for the delay of the project the presidential advisor said quote there was supposed to be a facility to do the project which is a loan mm -hmm. but it didn't go through 100% and so the president has charged the Ministry of Health and the Office of the Chief of Staff to work on it. But you demolish an old hospital when you haven't secured funding for the new one. You don't see the rain forming in the sky and start throwing away the water you put in the, in the pot. You have to let the rain start falling. So they, basically there was a, a protest by some people. They went to the Chief of Staff, Deputy Chief of Staff who assured them that the project will start and then Dr. Nsiansar also says the project has not been abandoned. There was even an artist's impression of the new project, but the <laughs> project did not start. The minister had assured that the project will start in 2022. Mm -hmm. is still not started. Oh, okay, Bernard, uh, let's stay with issues uh, with the public space mm. uh, because the Herald has a story. ECG's collected revenues heading into private pockets. The Herald is claiming and yesterday, Sanders spoke to the managing director of uh, ECG. Yeah. Um, the Herald says this morning, the management of the cash-trap electricity company of Ghana has noticed that it is considering uh, other alternatives to retrieve funds from defaulting customers. Now, mm -hmm. according to the company's managing director, Samuel Dubik Mahama, his outfit would outsource the debt collection um, of the company to private companies after the ongoing exercise ends on Friday, mm. despite recovering half of all unpaid 5.7 billion Ghana cities from his customers. Whoa, these guys have done very well. Well, what he's saying, no, what we have in the news is 2 billion. No, it's so, he's, it's so yes, it, the Herald is right. It says half of all. Ah, okay, okay. Yeah, half of all. Now, okay. the announcement that the ECG is planning to outsource um, its revenue uh, mobilization drive is raising, you know, concerns 
of many insiders as the state company has always been the target of certain interest groups, especially politicians who see it as a cash cow to be milk dry, despite its heavy indebtedness to Gritco, mm-hmm. Wipa, and the Volta River Authority. Remember the PDS matter? Yeah. They raise all of those issues here in this particular Neither. publication. Grab all right. Okay. All right. If you go to page four of the finder, uh, the works and housing minister, Francis Asensu Boache, is there. Mm-hmm. And he says the silting works have been undertaken in some flood hotspots mm-hmm. to bring relief to communities during the rainy season. Mm-hmm. He stated that his ministry had deployed all resources available to construct new drains Mm -hmm. and improve existing ones with a focus on vulnerable communities ahead of the rainy. Now, I wanted to give you the angle that I thought was quite preposterous, that 785 buildings will be demolished to tackle flooding. This story is on page 3 of the Ghanaian publisher. And it's also in the Chronicle. I mean, how does that work? Now, the Minister for Works and Housing has hinted that there will be a demolition exercise in Ladadekotopon municipality mm. as part of government efforts to address the menace of flooding in Accra. He says some 785 buildings identified as having been sited on waterways have been earmarked for the demolition. The exercise, which is to be undertaken by the assembly, <coughs> is in response to directed by the president to ensure that buildings that impede the free flow of storm water in drainage channels are pulled down. How do you have 785 buildings in one? Do you have, <laughs> oh, wait, how many buildings do you have in La? Oh, that's really? we have 785. So, yeah, but you see, the, pro- yeah, that like place, the people are doing a lot. No, but Sky, 700. Look, there's a, a news you read that they are going to build 300 buildings mm-hmm. as part of a government project. 700 is a lot of buildings. Yeah, so yeah. Of and they all yeah. went up on the are they saying they, all the buildings went up on their blind side? Uh-huh. See, that's so, let me mention it. the place I said. So, the assembly is currently working on the necessary logistics to undertake the assignment that while government is determined to build a resilient community that can withstand and reduce the incidence of flooding especially in Accra, certain human activities have contributed to the activity. Mm-hmm. He said, activities of developers in Chado, Pershing Reserve, mm-hmm. Railway Reserve Line at mm-hmm. Roman Ridge, Villaggio Site, Amanfro, as well as Tessie Tree, Tessie Bush Road. Mm-hmm. So you see this, so the 700 is not in La, it's all over. All over the ah, Because if I lose 700, then the whole town will finish. But those are the areas, <laughs> do they fall under? Yeah, so, no, so it's, it's mentioned Chado, which is La, mm-hmm. Pershing. Mm-hmm. Pershing. Mm-hmm. R- railway reserve i don't yeah. know where that is roman ridge roman ridge is not la mm-hmm. and then they said um villaggio site villaggio is not la amanfro tessie bush road lejokuku so i said oh, it's all over yeah okay yeah it, i was quite alarmed to hear that mm-hmm. 700 it's unfortunate that in the one, authorities one allowed the buildings to go up in the first place but if you know the law is on the side of but the state this one is deal with this crisis, you see we should never have a single source story <coughs> the minister and his people are saying so, the buildings yes, are what so now, have we verified have, have uh, where is the town and country planning uh, people you know that last time they were doing some work verifying some of these things my so point is that i believe for, that once the minister you know comes, what they are talking if about. a minister comes to announce a house on a waterway mm-hmm. and the media says yes it's on a waterway mm-hmm. what's the proof well, I mean, they would have the, engaged the process. No, There's you, a new you, process you, you, of law that has to You can't assume that. Because, you see, sometimes you victimize people too. I'm not saying that they shouldn't demolish houses. Mm-hmm. But we cannot just take what he's saying mm-hmm. as the gospel. 785. You see, official acts are generally believed or expected to have been done right. Do you understand? So, so we'll just assume we'll double on check. the basis of the fact yeah, that but, Charlie, these are officials. They know what they're talking about. But we can always interrogate. That's why we have... 
town and country planning uh-huh. there's private All property protection by the court you can't just come and announce that somebody's house is a waterway I, I don't think that he's just announcing okay, you believe him it. I don't so let's move on let me take you to the Herald back to the Herald and then mm. the Republic Press there are two stories that are identical Ghana Water Company mm. workers reject new deputy managing director and then on the front page of the Republic uh, Press GWCL boils again what is as staff reject the new uh, deputy managing director now let me read the herald's version the senior staff and junior staff union of the ghana water company limited are up in arms with a petition um, against the nomination of one collins nutri as deputy managing director finance and administration mm-hmm. for the water distribution company now he said mm-hmm. to be unqualified for yep. the job the now news of his coming has sparked tension and gotten red flags hoisted at the headquarters of the company basically they're saying that the He's 49 not a qualified old, accountant yeah. according to them mm-hmm. and that the qualification to high, hold such a high position mm-hmm. is very clear mm-hmm. they're also saying i think he works in the mpp party office or something yeah but so they're asking the president to withdraw <laughs> his nomination okay so mm. that's something to keep an eye on we're talking about workers tall workers mm-hmm. this is on page five of the found, uh, finder sorry they've given notice of their intention to embark on a series of actions mm-hmm. including picketing at the jubilee house mm-hmm. to support their call for the revamping of the refinery mm-hmm. mr bernard owusu national chairman of the general transport petroleum chemical workers union Thank you. announcing this in a press conference at the four court of tour said the industrial actions would precede the may day celebration so what are they striking over it doesn't they want the refinery to work meanwhile there's also some uh, issues at pbc former ceo of pbc produce buying company and now Boating has disputed claims that the former administration is to blame for the current or imminent collapse of the company according to him mm-hmm. before the administration was handed over the pbc was performing well therefore the assertion made by the current deputy CEO Vivian Boidi, that the losses of the company started in 2013 was false. He was speaking on Joy FM's Media News and said they left a solid company before this new team took over. Okay. All right, so let's come to the Mumba Money story. Yes, that story is in the BNFT page 2 details the story and says that the GSMA State of the Industry Report mm-hmm. on Mobile Money 2023 shows adoption rates are even more significant than expected mm. with registered accounts, transaction values and deployments exceeding industry expectations mm-hmm. or predictions. Mm. Now, mobile money services are growing faster than predicted around the globe as digital services continue to rise uh, in popularity. According to the GMA, uh, the GSMA's mm-hmm. um, annual uh, state of the, the, the industry. So this is global. Yeah. The, I, but I, is this reference to Ghana? Yeah, they, 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 they reduce it to the situation in Ghana, for instance. Um, it's a big report. I saw the report. full world report. I didn't see too much. I saw West Africa mm-hmm. with about 68 million subscribers. Mm-hmm. And I saw East Africa. But I didn't see Ghana specific data Ghana when specific. I read the document. Okay, but, uh, you know, okay, yeah. Yeah, so it's, it's a global story. Now, Joe Usu's exploitation claims against us unfortunate this is good at so now vice president of the ghana union of traders association clement Boating is demanding an apology from the first deputy speaker of parliament joe for accusing traders of under declaring goods imported through the ports and excess profiteering the association in an earlier statement scolded the bequire mp mm-hmm. for blaming residents for the general price hikes in the country in an interview with kumasi based on reply tv mr osewusu accused traders of unnecessarily burdening consumers with higher prices of general goods while cheating their way through the port by evading taxes Kuta should be fair to this country yes they are always talking about taxes and yet they are over exploiting Ghanaians mm. and i'm saying this without fear 
I bought these tiles you see from China. Some of the highest grades you can get at a low price. And the same tiles have been sold here at a higher price. Hmm. Mr. Sehu said in an interview. Responding to the MP's accusation, mm-hmm. the Vice President of Guta said it is unfortunate for, for such comments to come from somebody as high as him. Oh. For somebody of his caliber to come out with this statement, it is very unfortunate. <laughs> we never expected him to say such a thing. Mm-hmm. And then he said other things. Mm-hmm. We'll see who is speaking the truth. Who is who? Part <laughs> one and two. <laughs> Thank you, Sky. Thank you, Nathan. Thank you so much, Bernard. This is the City Breakfast Show. The city's biggest conversation. City Business News coming up shortly, brought to you by your OMC of choice, Goyle. We now accept Momo for all fuel you buy. You can also use your bank card to buy fuel at Goyle. Go to your nearest Goyle station, buy fuel, and pay with Momo. Bank card or Go card. Goyle, good energy. And we're also sponsored by MTN. Have you wondered how to subscribe to a particular MTN service and how to view, add, or cancel your mobile subscription from one place? Dial star 175 hash to access and manage all your subscriptions everywhere you go. Michael Obudu is here with the news. Good morning, Michael. Good morning, Bernard. Hello and welcome to the breakfast edition of City Business News, proudly brought to you by MTN Goyle, empowered by your most comprehensive business news website, citybusinessnews.com. Coming up, Ministry of Agriculture lays fears over a likely shortage of subsidized fuel under the Planting for Food and Jobs program. And Chamber of Petroleum Consumers Ghana, COPEC, reiterates calls for the revamping of the operation of the Tema oil refinery. Let's bring you details of our stories now as the Ministry of Agriculture has allayed fears of a likely shortage of fertilized, subsidized fertilizer under the Planting for Food and Jobs program. This comes after concerns were raised over the non-payment of supplies of the products coupled with agitations over the supply disruptions caused by the Russian-Ukraine war. Speaking at the mid to the media on the sidelines of the AFAP Regional Public-Private Dialogue event, a Deputy Minister of Agriculture, Yalfrim Pong Ado, stated that there was enough supply of fertilizers from last year, hence no need for concern. We have a lot of stock of fertilizer from last years. You see, and the arrangement of the PFJ has been this, that this year the suppliers supply us and we pay them the next year. So what a lot of things that they, the fertilizers they bought last year, a lot of them have stuck. They have it in place because last year there was a delay in the, in the subsidy program. A lot of them got some fertilizers that are still there and some of them I know this year that's what they're going to do. After all, those that that people are complaining about that we will sign, we will, we will purchase from our budget. It's, it's next year that we will pay them. So those 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 suppliers we, uh, are in discussions with us that we are going to have uh, those seeds and, and fertilizers. So no cause to worry. Uh, the ministry is prepared for this year's farming, the cropping season, which is starting from the southern and the middle belt. The northern, the northern parts of this country, that's the savannah zone, uh, they are, they'll begin preparing their lands from next month, June, July, then they also begin their cultivation. Everything will be fine. Right. 
You heard the Deputy Minister of Agriculture, Yao Frimpong Adu. Now, the Executive Secretary of the Chamber of Petroleum Consumers, Ghana, Kopek Duncan Amwa, is urging the Energy Ministry to ensure that all pending processes holding the private, pub, the private public partnership agreement for the recapitalization for uh, retooling of the Temaor refinery is expedited and signed as early as practicable. Prior to the inauguration of the current MD and the board of directors, the minister of a partner with private equity that combines debt management, capitalization for retooling and continuous provision of crude oil. However, one year down the lane, there has been no results. Executive Secretary of COPEC, Duncan Amwa, in an interview with City Business News notes that the delay has resulted in economic hardship. I am quite aware of an initial arrangement between a private partner called Decima Capital with Vitor to turn the refinery to work. What I also am aware you know, over-politicization in and around the refinery has virtually collapsed that deal. And so one wonders whether our politicians or those at the helm of making decisions are really enthused or interested in getting the refinery to work at all. Is it just for people to get their selfish ends met? So whether the refinery works or it doesn't work, it's none of their business. They would rather have the refinery not working than see to it it is working where everybody is happy or they would rather go cut their deals uh, and if their deals are not met, then uh, everybody else should go to sleep. This is just, it's just bad. The energy ministry should, should answer to this. Whoever uh, constituted the tall board, the tall management and has till date not insisted on KPIs being met, not insisted on tall getting back to refining, uh, would have to answer to all of us in this country because it looks as though we would rather continue to pay workers, we would rather continue to spend money on the refinery, Ghanaians will continue to pay tall debt levy, every liter of fuel you buy, but we would not allow the refinery to work. In whose interest that is, I am at a loss here. That was the Executive Secretary of the Chamber of Petroleum Consumers, Ghana, COPEC, uh, Duncan Amwa. Now, an economist and currency analyst of DCB Capital, Karich Boti, wants the government to address the inefficiencies that shroud the collection of existing taxes instead of introducing new ones. He explains that the problem with the government revenue mobilization borders largely on the lack of effective revenue mobilization systems. Mr. Boti thus wants government to tread cautiously in its pursuit to raise revenue to salvage the economy by implementing the three new taxes recently assented by the president. There is a revenue problem. I do not necessarily agree the solution is introducing new taxes every day. It could also mean enhancing the effectiveness of the existing tax handles, trying to get a lot more people to comply with those taxes. Unfortunately, government effort hasn't focused a lot on the efficiency argument, but more on bringing new revenues. I understand the revenue assurance and enforcement compliance raise program that they introduced is actually gathering steam now and is the reason you are hearing this shop is locked down, that is locked down here, there and there, and they are doing some VAT reassessment and all of that. They are all part of the raise program to try to optimize revenue mobilization from the existing handles. But we need to see more of those to solve the revenue problem. Because whatever the case may be, argue for corruption, argue for misuse of funds all you can, a big part of the problem we have as a fiscal problem and debt problem now also is that we do not raise enough revenue locally. And so we need to look at both and deal with them appropriately. 
That was economist and currency analyst Carriage Boti. The Food and Beverage Association says it was needless for the government to go to the International Monetary Fund for support to fix the fiscal challenges the country is as the country is capable of resolving the economic crisis locally. The government is currently seeking a $3 billion loan from the International Monetary Fund in order to cushion the country from plunging deeper into economic crisis. However, the bailout comes with a lot of inconveniences such as the domestic debt exchange program which led to investors losing millions of cities. Another condition for the loan was for government to widen its tax net resulting in the introduction of the revenue mobilization levy, which the president recently assented to, despite the opposition by the business community. Speaking to City Business News, General Secretary of the Food and Beverage Association of Ghana, Samuel Ato Agri, said government would could have solved the country's economic challenges without going to the IMF for help. When we started with this IMF, that was somewhere last year. We are almost about six months or seven months down the line. That $3 billion that government is seeking from the IMF has not come. And therefore, within that seven months, do you think any serious government cannot sit and gather his people around so that we'll find a homegrown solution to what we are facing? By now, they told us that in one month, Ghana was going to collapse in, in February. February has passed. Ghana is still living. So it tells you that we still don't need the $3 billion to pump into our economy. We must have a good management, good policies to turn around things. Then the country will start growing again. Samuel Ato Agri is the General Secretary of the Food and Beverage Association of Ghana. Now, the board chair of the Governing Council of the Dominion University Professor Nikoi Hammond has underscored the need for Ghana to invest in artificial intelligence training in order to be a market leader in the area within the sub-region. There have been a lot of talk on the advancement of AI technology across the globe as this has further exposed the potential of machine learning in enhancing productivity. Speaking during the Sith graduation ceremony on the, of the Institute, Professor Hammond urged tertiary institutions to invest in adequate infrastructure to aid in the training in AI technology. Now, away from that, on the interbank foreign exchange market, where banks trade amongst themselves, the dollar is selling at 10 CDs, 94 pesos. It recorded no price change. The British pound lost 7 pesos and is selling at 13 CDs, 53 pesos. The euro lost 9 pesos and is selling at 11 CDs, 94 pesos. However, at some forex bureaus in the capital, the dollar is selling for 12 CDs, while the British pound is selling at 14 CDs, 70 pesos, and the euro is going for 12 CDs, 90 pesos. Let's now join Gillian Hammer of Data Bank for part one of the topic, guardianship of your children. Why appoint a guardian? A guardian is someone named in your will as the person you would like to be responsible for your children if they are orphaned before age 18. If you fail to appoint guardians in your will and your children are orphaned before 18, the courts will appoint guardians instead. But they may not necessarily choose the people you would prefer to care for your children. If one parent is alive, the surviving parent will normally continue to have full responsibility for the children. However, if neither parent survives, as in some road accidents, then the guardians you have appointed will become responsible for your children. Their responsibilities would include day-to-day -day care of the surviving children, making decisions about their upbringing, education, health, and welfare, 
In some cases, responsibilities would also include acting as a trustee for any property held in trust for the children. Note, however, it is advisable to appoint a second trustee who is not related to the guardians, preferably a solicitor or an accountant, because doing so will help provide objectivity and guard against conflicts of interest. It will also provide the guardians with some support in handling the financial and legal aspects of a trust. By appointing guardians, you can ensure your children are looked after in the manner you would want by the people you believe are the best for the job. That was Gillian Hammer of Data Bank. And that does it for the breakfast edition of City Business News Rally, brought to you by MTN Goal and powered by your most comprehensive business news website, citybusinessnews.com. My name is Michael Lubudu. Thank you for listening. Join the conversation on the City Breakfast Show on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash city97.3, Twitter at twitter.com forward slash city973, and Instagram at instagram.com forward slash city973 with the hashtag CityCBS. The City Breakfast Show. Rise above the noise. Thirty minutes past seven. City breakfast show. Business news also brought to you by MTN with MTN and M Copper Device Finance. You can buy a sleek and luxury, trendy smartphone and enjoy the luxury of paying in amazing, easy daily, weekly or monthly installments. Come to any of our service centers: Accra Central, Achimota Mall, Dansoman, Medina, Tudu, or Circle. Choose your favorite from a wide range of mobile phones on offer. The best part is all phones come with a 2 gig free data so you can share your pictures and get all the biggest scoops online for the first six months after purchase. So go on, share the exciting news with your family and friends. City Sports, also known as Kickoff, is coming up next. Brought to you by Le Shero. For over 10 years, we've been supporting the investment goals of our customers with attractive solutions. We've been a safe haven for depositors who value security as well as competitive returns. So we offer flexible deposit products, 91 days, 182 days, 365 days. Yeah. Open a fixed deposit account with us. Call 0577-707700. Leshell Savings and Loan, a trusted safe haven for your investments. And of course, Shell Fuel Safe Super, Shell Fuel Safe Diesel, and Shell Fuel Save V power. Shell's triple action formula improves engine efficiency, prevents deposit buildup, and protects your engine from wear and corrosion for extra clean, extra protection, and extra savings, giving you extra kilometers out of your drive. Switch to Shell Fuel Save today because extra kilometers go a long way. Benjamin Nketiah is here. 
with all the sports. Good morning. Good morning, Bernard. Let's get into the headlines. And Accra Great Olympics set to play their home matches in the Ghana Premier League at the Wafa Park in Sogakope. Real Madrid knocked Chelsea out of the UEFA Champions League. Tonight, Man City take on Bayern Munich. And in the NBA playoffs, there were wins for the Suns and the Cleveland Cavaliers. Let's start at the doorsteps of the Ghana Football Association because they have launched a foundation aimed at consolidating the association's corporate social responsibility drive. The foundation, which uh, has the GFA, uh, which has been known or is known as GFA Cares, is expected to provide support to current footballers, retired footballers, and also uh, non-football stakeholders. Here's GFA President Kerto Kriku speaking at the launch of the former uh, CSR arm of the association. For the ultimate goal of football for development to be achieved, there should be a deliberate, concerted, and coordinated efforts in this regard. It is against this background that the Football Association is today establishing the GFA Foundation. Today, the 18th day of the month of April, as a single-purpose vehicle to drive all GFA-related CSR, CSR initiatives in the country and beyond. The Ghana Football Association Foundation will be a social investment and sustainability management structure for our dear football association. The foundation will have a tagline, hashtag GFA cares. We had GFA President Keto Kriku speaking there. Now, Daniel Iwadako will chair a five-member board of trustees to manage the GFA Foundation. He will be assisted by BBNE Gold Stars President Isaac Oseyabwa as vice chairman. GFA Council uh, member Frederick Champong, former Black Stars midfielder Neo Datelamte, and corporate affairs expert Sylvia Owusu and Koma. Now, GFA President Keto Kriku also addressed how the foundation will be funded. The Football Association will deduct a proportion of its resources, both in kind and in cash, towards the GFA Foundation activities. The GFA Foundation will also partner like-minded organizations and institutions to deliver its objectives. Of course, and this is a surprise, the Executive Council members, committee members, staff, players, active, retired, Team owners, sponsors, and partners of the Football Association will contribute, no matter how small that will be, their resources and time into the work of the FA Foundation. So the GFA Cares Foundation has been launched. You had FA President Kerto Kriku speaking there. Let's now move on to Europe. The UEFA Champions League will happen tonight. Let's start off from Stamford Bridge where Chelsea Football Club were hoping to overturn a 2-0 deficit from the first leg against Real Madrid. Real Madrid, however, had other plans. They won that game by two goals to nil, so it ended 4-0 on aggregate for Real Madrid over two legs. Chelsea failing to score a single goal uh, in both matches. Let's get to the other game that was played. It was Napoli 
taking on AC Milan now. Napoli also had to overturn a 1-0 deficit from the first leg. In the end, uh, they scuffed their chances, they wasted the penalty and ended up drawing the match 1-1. AC Milan qualify to the next stage of the competition 2-1 on aggregate now today uh, there's inter milan taking on benfica inter milan leading from the first leg they will be seeking to close out this particular encounter and then there's also Bayern munich taking on manchester city remember manchester city lead three nil from that first leg that was played let's get some reaction from the managers and Bayern munich uh managers thomas Tuchel. he says that he believes uh his team has enough to go up against manchester city he was speaking through an interpreter um, we need a wonder, a miracle. It would be a miracle, actually. That's why it's different how to talk to the players. You don't have to talk about belief. After a 0-3, you need to be realistic. To talk about a 4-0 or 4 5-1, I don't know if this is appropriate. And after our match on Saturday, I don't know if this contributed actually that we are uh, or believe 100%. But we believe in us, in ourselves. Um, it's the second half of the tie, and uh, we have to play two more halves tomorrow. If we manage to play a good half, first half, we can make it happen in the second. Everything is possible. We are aware of this. So you heard Thomas Tuchel speaking there. Let's get to the camp of Manchester City. Let's hear from manager Pep Guardiola. He says they are focused on reaching the semi-final. It's nice to be here and and try to make an incredible achievement to be close to reach a semi-final once again. So this is our, our model. What do you have to do to achieve it? Be ourselves as much as possible. Our game plan is stick it until the end and do our game, our game, our game as much as possible. And when it's not possible, it's because they were better, not because we could not do it or we were something like we were not. And, and that's why it was focusing what in the moments that they were better against us, what was the reason why? What do you have to do to, you know, to do it as less as possible? So you had Pep Guardiola, Manchester City manager, speaking their big games coming up. Let's do some local news and communications director uh, for Accra Great Olympics, Emmanuel saint uh has justified the club's decision um, to relocate their home matches in the Bet Power Premier League to the Wafa Park in Sogakope. That's Accra Great Olympics. And the relegation-threatened club have played 12 home matches at their Accra Sports Stadium this season, winning seven, drawing four, and losing just one. Now, saint tells City Sports the high cost of honoring matches in Accra and playing on artificial turfs has forced Olympics to leave their favorite grounds. It is true. Uh, first, it has to do with the cost, our budget to meet up uh, meet up with the expenditure that we are incurring of late. Then number two, there's a need for us to also put the players into a proper condition. And, uh, you know, we play on AstroTurf and uh, where uh, we are going, uh, which is our alternative, uh, what they call it, venue uh, for our matches, it has also those facilities. We believe that uh, the players uh, must be given proper attention and uh, we get ourselves also at a place where we'll be serene and proper for, for, for 
for the players to, you know, give up their best. So that is the main reason why we, we, we are moving to Sogakope. We we always meet after every match, even before we got to this stage on the league log. And um, we met yesterday. Uh, but most of the things I can't put it out there, there's a lot of strategies. If you watch that match against Adriana, I think the boys um, lifted up their game, their game. And it's also fortunate that that defensive blunder cost us. We heard communications director for Accra Great Olympics, Emmanuel saint say speaking there, talking about grounds. Board member for Adriana Stars, Collins Atapoku, has expressed confidence in his team's ability to perform well at the Kwame Chase Sports Complex, where they will play their home uh, games for the remainder of the season, following a temporary ban on their uh, usual home ground, the Nana Ajimambedu Park. The team has lost only once at the new venue in a cup match against Kim Faisal. Speaking to City Sports, Atapoku believes that despite the change in venue, Adriana Stars can still win the league under the leadership of coach Parkway Fabian. Well, they are certainly going to miss their home comfort. They don't know how to do their best pack brings. But a good thing for them is that the turf at the Dr. Kwame Chase Sports Complex is a very good one. It's a very good stadium with a very good pitch. And Adriana played very well when they are on very good pitches. You check their away wins and where they've picked them. They beat Olympics at Sogakope. They beat Hearts in Accra. So you can see that even away from home, they play well. I think they have the most away points in the league thus far. But you look at the pitch itself. They've been bashing supporters to the Abranca seat grounds from the mine crew. In the game against Ken Faisal, they had two buses coming. In the game against Olympics, they had four buses. And the fourth bus arrived on the 65th minute. So you could see that they are doing everything humanly possible to cushion the players, to enjoy their new surroundings. They are doing it well. They are yet to play some of the crack teams at the, the Takwami Chase Sports Complex. And luckily for them, it appears none of the people they are contesting with, except Bechem United, is a team they will be playing. And that will be the final game of the season. Possibly they could be back in the mind. So yes, it's a new ground, but they have acquitted themselves well. And like you said, Bafor, they are lost on post-match penalties against Ken Faisal. They've acquitted themselves so well at the ground as far. The head board member for Adriana Stars, Collins Atapoku, speaking there. Let's finish off with some basketball from the NBA playoffs. The Clippers, uh, they lost to the Phoenix Suns 109-123. to Devin Booker scoring 38 points in that game to level the series. So it's one all in that series. The Hawks, they lost to the Boston Celtics 106-119. So the Celtics take a 2-0 lead in that series. And then the Cleveland Cavaliers, uh, led by um, Darius Garland, they beat the Knicks 107-90. So that series is level at well at 1-1. So that's what's going on in the NBA playoffs. That's all for this morning's edition of Kickoff. My name is Benjamin Inketia, the small sports at citysportsonline.com. This is the City Breakfast Show, the city's biggest conversation. Health Tidbits is brought to you by the Nyahoo Medical Center. Welcome to Nyahoo Health in the City. Let us talk about the bones today. Good bone health is essential for proper functioning of the body as the bones provide structure, support, and protection to our internal organs. You can ensure good bone health and avoid injuries by one, using proper lifting techniques. Lifting heavy objects using the correct technique can prevent back injuries. Just keep your back as straight as possible and bend your knees instead. Two, maintaining a healthy weight. Being overweight can add strain on joints, increasing the risk of injury. Three, warm up before exercising. Stretching and warming up before exercise can help prevent muscle and joint injuries. And finally, rest and recover. 
taking time to rest and allow your body to recover after exercise or injury is important for preventing further damage. Call or WhatsApp us on 050-143-662 for further inquiries or follow Nyaho Medical Center on social media for more health in the city tips. Nyaho, improving your quality of life. Health Tidbits was brought to you by the Nyaho Medical Center. Join the conversation on the City Breakfast Show on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash city97.3, Twitter at twitter.com forward slash city973, and Instagram at instagram.com forward slash city973 with the hashtag CityCBS. The City Breakfast Show. Rise above the noise. Morning is uh, a mixed bag. Uh, I'm, I'm very, very, very encouraged by what the pharmaceutical companies are doing, and I, I want to really commend them. You know, um, there are many industries that we know can do better, but I think our pharmaceutical companies have done very well using just the three that came together to form this vaccine thing. But there's a lot of good work they do. They have um, <clears throat> grown strongly. Even during COVID, they did some very good work. And if there's any industry that is not necessarily foreign-dominated in Ghana, I think the pharmaceutical industry is one. Some strong pharmaceutical companies have been Kina Pharma, NS Chemist, you know, you have the Danex Ayatin Group, um, Dan Adams, and then which other one? Yeah, there are quite a lot. So, commendations to them for, for the, the work they're doing. And they, what I like about them is that a lot of them start as pharmacists. 
So a lot of them are pharmacists who then enter the business of pharmacy and now they are trying to get into vaccines. So <clears throat> for whatever they are doing in that sector, good job. Yeah, I mean, good job to the pharmaceutical companies. No, no. This is not a roll call of all the good pharmaceutical companies. I'm just speaking from off the top of my head. But it was, it was encouraging hearing them talk about what they have done. And the other point we need to make is that, you know, there there is always a claim that oh ghana we don't like coming together we don't like coming together so to hear that three of them have come together to form this consortium i think it's also good because one of the problems with ghana is that it's what the the nathan's people call <laughs> you know that they know that it means yes. so one man chop so it's good it's good to have you know, companies come and, together and, and when i and read work. the story this morning it took me back to something bernard you said on this show many mm. years ago about Ghanaian businesses and <clears throat> like you just said they are reticence in terms of partnering and coming together so mm. it's nice to see that entities are are, are, are coming in right. the other thing that pleases me is mm. the the idea the fact that there is a plan for these plans right yeah, that we are not quickly rushing into production of vaccines because it's a very specialized area at least we are beginning with fail and all of all of those things before we we learn the science of producing mm -hmm. the vaccine so i'm happy i just hope that we can really sustain you know and 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 feed the the, the sub-region because mm -hmm. it's it's novel yes please you know. so as i said it's a mixed bag so that's that's one thing that that's encouraging but there are also a few things that's concerning that are concerning um <clears throat> i know this is an, an old debate and i'm not even sure it's been set up well but i've always wondered whether the price we pay for some of the things we buy are purely a reflection of market forces or also people's own idiosyncratic pricing policies and uh, an mp has gone to town <laughs> says the Ghanaian traders are exploiting people they, should, they basically say they should in, in ctfm language they should get out <laughs> like he says they should you know the traders will say they are disappointed that the president has passed the three tax laws and all of that and we sort of given them air time to discuss that your wife went on oirepa and said charlie all fans saw they are cheating people they are evading they should get out get out of here and there's an mp in bequai you know, it, it's a very serious thing to say. <laughs> Bekwa is not too far from the center of Kumasi Suyami. So for him to say such a thing, he's generated some backlash, but he, he seems very convinced of what he's saying. Mm -hmm. You know, and he's a very experienced MP. Mm -hmm. You know, and he was saying it in Kumasi. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so, so it's not like something he's afraid to say. Okay, so so I'm, I'm, I wonder whether this experience he shares, is he just trying to say this to deflect from the government taxes that are crippling people which we discussed on the show yesterday or does joe wise deserve a hearing so you see the, the one of the things we do in ghana is that it's like if you support ndc it means mpp cannot be right or if you support kotoko it means house cannot be right it shouldn't be like that so it's possible for the for the traders to have a case that look the taxes are killing us mm -hmm. but joe wise can also be right yeah. which is why I, I want to focus like the fact that joe wise is saying that the traders are exploiting Ghanaians. Does not mean he's saying that the taxes are good. But somehow in Ghana, when we do discussions, it's like, ah, Joe Wise, how can you say that the traders are cheating us? Isn't the government raising taxes? So it's almost like we are not sure how to manage duality within the same issue.
and i think we should not encourage this so i'm going to listen to what he said again and pick out what is sensible and true and of course if there's something wrong we can discuss it again you can analyze the context that if traders are complaining about high taxes is this the time to be talking about exploitation so you get me so you could be it could be right in saying that traders are exploitative generally but when there's a discussion about high taxes to pull that um issue at this time is it is it not self-serving you get the point so we'll get there shortly as well yeah then there's another thing i'm not sure if i have a lot of time but i i i i think the minister of health was speaking about the nhis card and i think his comments about his not using the card were well intended and the fact that the a lot of poor people they they, they struggle to use the card all right so whilst that is true I'm, I'm not too sure if innocently he's rather opened a can of worms and exposed the ineptitude of the the the, the, the government because for him to say that well he goes to rage or ugmc and he pays cash and he can afford to but the but the the, the poor man, huh, the poor woman. you see because i'm wearing i'm wearing the ctfm city tv um name tag name tag now it's not because people don't know who i am but if the general manager of a station which has just distributed new name tags for staff decides not to wear the name tag he's telling the staff that it's not necessary to wear it you see so i didn't wear it because people don't know that i am ben Adavle. but i'm wearing it because i want the security man and the cleaner to know that this is the right thing to do right so in a sense you can say if you're a minister of health you are, you are supposed to use a card not just because you need it but because you want to tell people that this is what we want to do to solve the problem for Ghanaians, right so it's not like you use it only because you are poor we are saying that health insurance is good and i am a minister i'm a politician i use it so you can also use it but i feel like he said it innocently to say look he can afford not to so it's not a problem but those who can't afford it it's supposed to work so i'm i i don't know if i'm nitpicking here but i i think it exposes a bit of a, a mindset about the card that that requires some reflection so we'll deal with that with girlfriend as well so <clears throat> Those are the issues on, on my mind this morning. But I have a few birthday requests I want to go through yes, first. Yes, 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 yes. All right, so let, let me just do the ones I've been sent. A uh, couple of quick ones. Good morning, CTCBS. Kindly help me wish a glorious happy birthday to Beatrice Owusu Bekwin of Agri Impact Consult Kumasi. May the blessings of God Almighty be associated with her new age. With love from God Sintinge. And that one is to a friend of mine who's also getting a request from her colleagues. Now Ayele Komi, AB and David Africa. Now this is a message. AKA the bombastic side-eyed friend. AKA daytime lawyer, nighttime baker, full-time rasta woman. Thank you. AKA the PPP headmistress <laughs> and the silver-tongued orator from your colleagues at AB and David Engine Room. Coming to you now, Ayele. Charlie, I tell you. <laughs> the lawyer by day, baker by night, Rasta throughout. <laughs> Charlie, how can you send a message like this to your, your colleague? <laughs> Charlie, you blow the girl in color. <laughs> Charlie, this is Paulina. You know, Paulina Crunchy sent this message. Charlie, you don't try. No. <laughs> yeah. I think I think maybe it's a it's a caution in the no, You no. know, Senator Ativo also used to do. Yes, yeah, so they, 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 they do cake. You know, <laughs> the system. 
<laughs> no, Pauline Anaman. <clears throat> Pauline Anaman sent this message to her friend. Hey, Pauline, we just correct. <laughs> Pauline, you know, try. No, 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 you shouldn't do that. No, but it's, it's good to do law and do business. <laughs> it's good. The, the, but you see, is it a lawyer by the baker? Is it you should rest so that you no, can't. Is it against the legal profession? No, no, but you should rest properly too. So if I don't no, no, but it, the thing lawyers can do is advertise. But you can you can help your mother with her bakery. <laughs> baker. On the side. But you didn't help your mother with selling fish. Yeah, that's So true. if your mother had opened a fish store and says vacation. Kai, come on. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Won't you do it? Yeah, you do it. Does that reduce your being a lawyer? <laughs> no, no, it doesn't. We should actually be encouraging such things. <laughs> to do, you know. yeah, it's the bakery that pay your school fees. Yeah. It's fish that pay your school fees. <laughs> uh, happy birthday to my dear sister Ophelia Naya Frimpong mm. of Simen Ghana Limited. To the to the very top sister, God bless your heart. This is coming from Benedict Jima in Obomin Kweu. And uh, happy birthday to uh, Dr. <laughs> Florence Jobwaki Shade mm-hmm. of Koforidia Regional Hospital. A happy 24th birthday. May the good Lord give her discernment to save human lives. May the grace of the Lord be abundant on you. Happy birthday, my dear friend, from Mr. and Mrs. Shade in Koforidia. Lots of messages today, actually. And there's a very one special one coming from my cousin. Who's celebrating a birthday today oh. and insisting that you should sing uh, <laughs> Charlie, they say you should sing something for her, you know. And she's an amazing lady, she she's into uh, building, wow, and construction. Yeah. Oh, I see. We, I see. She's called Jose. Jose, Jose, she's into building, Believe. and she's basically uh, celebrating a birthday today. Oh, and then she she wants you to sing one of your powerful songs. <laughs> For her this morning, I don't know. I don't know how you're going to do that. See, that's the only thing she wants for her birthday. So I don't know how you're going to do it. I don't even know, but um, you know, you have a notoriety for singing these powerful songs. So So we'll see how that pans out this morning. But Jose is is the CEO of Zalia Properties. Oh, yeah, Zalia Properties. Mm-hmm. Charlie, what kind of name is that? My sister, look for Zalia Properties. Jose, <laughs> <laughs> what is that? Oh, Jose, ma wuna clode diesia. Yeah, man. Clode diesia. Clode diesia. The ma wuna no diesia. Yavado ne mahu no no big man oh. <laughs> No you big man I know you heard the song before No the even chatty people know the song No this is deep one yeah. this, this one yeah. is, is deeper than my, my <laughs> level of education Is it like a birthday song no, they, they normally would sing it to dispatch the, the congregation after service. Uh huh. So from the day, from the so I'm saying that God should, you know, play the day. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. From the day. Okay, okay. You'll be better. And this, this also a a, 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 a a request coming from Abugri. 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 So, Jose, happy birthday to you. 
And Bernard, let me do a special one to a man of many, many things. A man of faith, a man of security, man of a man of a boleh, man of opportunity, a man of opportunity, man of spirituality, a man of everything, man of tongues, man of parliament, man of ICC, man of Mensa Otabi, man of speaker of parliament, man of Akaz, man of CTF, CNN Kote, CNN Kote, but my AK Matu man for Christ, boleh for Jesus. And you know, I want to read the scripture for him. It's a big man. Psalm 118, verse 24. Uh-huh. This is the day the Lord has made. Amen. And we will rejoice and be glad in it. Amen. And and Too much. Too much. Happy birthday to my sweet mom Matilda Tinkra. May the good Lord bless you plenty from Solo Wise. Happy birthday to my wife Priscilla Nakwale Kwate Jan of Nice Confectionery Ghana. She is still the one I would love through the many dimensions beyond the moon and eternity. She is more than cherished and admired daily in me. I pray for glowing glory of God Almighty from uh, Daniel Kwamijan. Uh, let me do this one to uh, for Mr. Joseph Obing Dako, Augmented Reality Manager uh, of Snapchat. May God richly bless you. Mm. And it's coming in from uh, your brother Enoch Obing Dako, my friend at uh, the Ministry of Finance. And Senator is asking me why he did chop straight bullets this morning. <laughs> Lawyers making on the side. No, but you know, these days you can't do only one work. <laughs> yeah, so we will do it. Mm-hmm. Association of lawyers making on the side. <laughs> <laughs> you know, do not try. Lawyer makers. Baker lawyers. <laughs> See how you know first. <laughs> you have to do it for Baba. <laughs> uh, speaking about doing things on the side, <clears throat> in this era of haircuts and um, on investments, be smart with your cash. And invest in a venture that guarantees returns with just two deep freezers a block structure and a store and a minimum of 10,000 cities you can become a farm milk agent today mm. so you can become a doctor and a farm milk agent uh-huh. as well Thank you. now you can be your own boss cash out with as little as 10,000 cities and farm milk will support you with the sales equipment you need call 030-700-0595 that's 030-700-0595 and start earning up to 10% monthly returns terms and conditions apply and at Imperial General Assurance, we believe your insurance experience should be memorable. We, when you insure with us, you have the peace of mind to focus on what matters because we will be there for you when the unexpected happens. Our newly introduced travel insurance policy, the Imperial Travel, will give you total cover for all travels outside Ghana. Call 302 All the praise for Baba. You can also call 0577-667-436 or talk to your insurance broker or any of our agents across the country. Imperial General Assurance Solid Protection. Grab your favorite Coke. The cool refreshment it provides is something to dream for. For only five CDs, you can get your 300 ml Coke Classic. And for only four CDs, you can get your Coke Zero Fanta or Sprite. And for the larger ones, the 1.5 liter is going for 20 CDs and 18 CDs for the Zero Fanta or Sprite. Coke goes very well with bread and butter. 
<laughs> if you also want to eat local local bread. chicken and the, the bread you can get tea bread yeah. the one with powder yes <laughs> the bread that they <laughs> but why do they why do they why do they bought the bread powder <laughs> they put powder hey. on the bread hey. if people know they can tell us why it's flat it's f- okay it's flat yeah. since you're on the issue of bakery but i think the best bread is tea bread you know there are new breads these days mm-hmm. you know they are like bread boutique and bread with things but actually tea bread fresh from bakery yeah. with powder yes, yes. open it yes. sugar bread is the best no, bread. The, when you put the butter inside it yes. melts yes yeah, yeah, you just close it thank you you deal with that thing yes it'll be if you have trophy just sprinkle a few inside what alright so we're talking local food Akuko Tasty is the latest from La Bianca they are grown in Ghana mm-hmm. they are bread they are slotted and you can consume them okay. we have a, a wide mix of chicken uh, wings, chicken backs, gizzard, mm-hmm. ties, breast, all available. Mm-hmm. Call Abianka on 0505-431-111. That's 0505-431-111 for more inquiries. Abianka is your number one frozen foods company. So if you want to be a boss, this song is for you. Coming Bena, please extend special birthday wishes to an amazing lady contractor, Jose of OEB. Our prayer is that God will make her bigger, better, and greater. This is from Ken Allah. So in the meantime, tell us about your side hustle, right? So if you're a doctor who also has some others, like I have a guy who comes on breakfast daily, like he has the best side hustle. He's a doctor by day. He sells <laughs> yam, yam chips. Yam chips. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, someday I met, I, met him, I met him at a mall sweating. Is that French fries? Or yeah. So the yam that he, they, you know, and I like the fact it's Ghana yam. Uh-huh. They, they they buy the yam they cut it nicely okay. into like strips mm-hmm. and then they package it and label it and they freeze it mm-hmm. i met him at a mall and he said what are you doing so charlie i came to deliver some of my yam oh. doctor doctor full doctor medical school seven years thank you oh charlie you know so even even solid i mean i don't know it's probably the best high hustle i know of of a doctor and he comes on tv to talk about doctor so it's not like 
when it comes on breakfast, he talks daily, about health, health, proper doctor, <laughs> yeah, correct one, correct one with the self fried fries. Charlie, and you know, the reason is important. You see, when you take your kids to buy these things, sometimes mm-hmm. the french fries that they supposedly eat, they are mm-hmm. not even made from our yam, they use potatoes, mm-hmm. right? Remember well, french fries uh, always be yeah, but if you have, but that's the thing, you have mankini. You have yam, <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah, and then you have even orange flesh sweet potato all yes, produced in yes, Ghana. Yes, Why would I have to go and bring potatoes, tasteless potato from the UK, to mm-hmm. come and fry for Ghanaians mm-hmm. to eat mm-hmm. when I can fry our own yam? Mm-hmm. It's a question of taste. See, that's true. And we have used the ma- clever marketing to change people's taste, and we are not benefiting from it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I think Doc, I don't know what's the doctor's name. I think he has the best side hustle in the in the business. Doctor is it Kelvin? Yeah, Doctor Kelvin. Yeah, Doctor Kelvin. Yeah, yeah, a doctor by day, mm-hmm. a seller of yam chips by night. Thank you. <laughs> Guys. <laughs> Some of us our side hustles are related to our work, like MCing and things. So it's not it's not that word. So if you know somebody whose side hustle is is, is real. No, let, 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 let me just say good morning to Clement of um you know Parliament House, a member of the press corps. What does he do? No, no, he has a side hustle. So I, I didn't realize that Clement, you know, was is a journalist. Uh-huh. I didn't realize that he, he he was serious about side hustles like that. So oh, one, that Charlie, one night we were going for a program at uh-huh. the conf- uh, not the conference center, the mm-hmm. the uh, Independent Square. Mm-hmm. Oh, then I heard the person somebody say, "Bro, do uh, what do you call it? What to bed, to bed, was it? Oh, where is it? Oh, I look outside. I open that day there with his apron on. firing the really oh Charlie Clement a journalist in yes. the parliamentary press call sells yeah Botokwe on the side Sellers. Oh, there was a massive program as in selling it himself yeah selling him selling the thing himself organizing Charlie the system around him for things to move smoothly Charlie no that is the real hustle Are you serious? Bless his how hustle. far back is this oh no this this must have been I think about a year or less than that oh really oh yeah yeah how do you combine this work with selling buffaloes? Oh, Charlie, Charlie, Tugbe, money. And he was selling it himself. Oh, he was selling with is, his apron is on. Is it branded Tugbe? No, no, it's not branded Tugbe. He was frying it there and then. At are, are, you, no, are, are you serious? Oh, I'm serious. Oh, Clement. I, I'm, I'm serious, but oh. Clement, was, what? <laughs> oh, God, that are you right. Wow. It, it, because I know, origin. I know, I know that uh, mm-hmm. our guy, my guy, what's his name? Which of them? Fred Duho. Yeah, Fred Duho. Fred Duho, I know, has a side hustle that he used to sell coconuts. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, Fred is. Oh, yeah, Fred. Fred Duho, those who know Fred Duho on City. Uh-huh. Fred, Fred sells coconut. Okay, used to. Mm-hmm. Me, when I met Fred, I, I met Fred when we went. For, I, I mean, I'd known him on uh, casually but yeah. we went on this voter tour yeah, pro- program like, that's when we actually understood the guy's story okay so he had done reporting mm-hmm. for joy for a few years mm-hmm. and he was in between jobs mm-hmm. Charlie the guy packed a truck of coconut Thank and he you. could cut it and sell sharp sharp you know Fred Duhu. Fred Duhu. <laughs> sorry Fred Duhu, yes <laughs> so when I say Fred the first word that comes is Jabba <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. so Fred Duhu is a journalist uh-huh. who, so I think Fred can easily run a coconut shop if he wants to because yeah. he's so, uh, he, he knows how to cut yeah, coconut properly yeah yes, yes. Which, which is also quite solid and mm. uh, again in terms of side hustles our mothers have done a lot yeah you know because most of us most of them mm-hmm. in the past government work doesn't pay that much mm-hmm. so you see a lot of them selling yeah. something in the car boots or something just to keep the family going yeah but the teachers are my own that's where the problem is why <laughs> they bring 13 to the classroom <laughs> they say students first of all you say 
You are welcome, madam. You say thank you. I'm the Biabu. How So they put it under their table. Normally they will sell toffee at TPP. I had a teacher. I had an English teacher who used to sell beef. Then he said, highly sugar coated. Highly, highly. Charlie, Sky, we used to buy this thing. Highly, highly. Charlie, I swear, and this is like GSS matter. Mr. Wusu said, highly, highly. We used to buy. Because, you know, it was a good, we liked him. So he would come to the class. I don't know whether it's GS approved. He has the thing. I don't know whether his wife gave it to him or where he got it from. I don't know. So when he finishes teaching, I'll say, highly, highly. Highly sugar coated. You go for your and we're buying more fruit. We should have got them more to eat. I, I think if our parents do this, it's scandalous. This is scandalous. And we bought that more fruit a lot. Yes. You know, he'll bring it in rubber bags. He'll give you. You know. He'll give you the supply. So I don't know. I mean, side hustle. You know, so while we're at it, we have two things we want you to know. Mm-hmm. The Mother's Day promotion yep. is a portrait of Mama. In a hundred words or less, celebrate your mom, side hustle and all, for making the most important interventions that change the course of your life. So just send us that uh, 100 word write up. And the write up should begin with the phrase, but for Mama submit your name your mother's name and your contact information to 054-998-6996 via whatsapp or 020-444-7033 that's 020-444-7033 now send in that captivating story about your mama and you could win a spot for her at the portrait of mama dinner event which is happening on mother's day in may deadline for submissions 30th april 2023 anyway i'm sure there are some interesting side hustles coming through yep. on the yep. show the, the, the doctor's yam chips is um legacy legacy that's legacy foods that's dr kelvin's Charlie. thingy Charlie. Dr. Kelvin. Yeah. Yeah. But my mom was a nurse. She sold everything except human beings. <laughs> yeah. That's very Sold very everything. Mm-hmm. Except. In the meantime, happy birthday to another good friend of ours, Kwame Poku Jan. Oh, KG. Yeah. AKA Solomon Jan. Yeah. Yeah. Kwame Jan is a Kwame great guy. He works now with uh, NCA. Yeah. No, Kwame is a great guy. Yeah. He's, yeah. A, he's, a, he's a main man. And to Kwame Opoku Daku of migration to Ghana, God bless him for all he does from his cousin Emmanuel Budu. So the side hustle economy is great. Yeah, so some comments are coming in better. Mm-hmm. This one says, Hello City, my mom works with BOG that sells palm oil and hey. dressed duck. But B- BOG, the way they pay them well. This one. Supporting the local. supply the idea to Palm oil and what? Yeah, yeah. Dressed duck. Oh, dressed duck? Yeah, yeah. The one that they prepare it already. So you just wow. go and cut it into pieces. <laughs> <laughs> wow. And this was a cello better than team. Yeah. I'm a graphic designer working with an agency in Tema from Monday to Friday. 
and I sell Wache on Saturday. Wow. Based on orders made by clients. Wow. Uh, this was a shout out to Francesca of Ecobank headquarters. She works there mm-hmm. and supplies Kuli Kuli and graphic and time. Charlie Obruni Obruni Katia to their canteen at Ecobank. Mm-hmm. She's also an ardent listener. Mm. Bernard, I have a master's in HRD, but I sell bread and plantain chips fresh juice on the side why thank you this is my wife's business under the name mollys <laughs> molly charlie this guy's a major hr guy in a big bank selling, selling bread plantain chips fresh juice yes charlie because the school fees is expensive <laughs> you know so if you don't do something on the side so i'm told clement akolo is the buffalo seller parliamentary clement akolo my man clement mm. akolo. and by the way dr kelvin Ousu mm. is now exporting his yam and gary ah, to the dr. u.s Ousu. So he he's a he's a he's a he's a, he's a doctor. Mm-hmm. He sells yam chips to and the and Gary. Mm-hmm. He has a book club, and he also has a catfish farm. Mm-hmm. Wow. So this is side hustle, more class prefer to. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> a catfish farm, a catfish farm. <laughs> I am a lecturer, university administrator by day. And a shito producer and seller by night. Thank you. My shito is called Primo Shito. Hey, <laughs> Charlie. Primo Shito. Hey. Brothers who reside as Charlie, and this is for uh, this is a very highly placed university professor. Charlie. This guy. Yes. A university professor. And a lecturer. Producing Primo Shito. Primo <laughs> Sito, you put it on there, right? I want to know what lecture, what subject do you lecture? Do you lecture food science? I, I'm sure maybe he's lecturing. I want to know so I'll make the connection. something. Eh, because lecturer, Professor Pan selling Prime Mushito <laughs> by night. Mm-hmm. Charlie, but Ghanaians are really hard working. Yeah. Let's bring you technical media trends. And then this, my friend, uh, mm-hmm. what they call it, Enoch Obain Dako. Enoch Obain Dako. We call him Insura. What does well, he do? I was in Gimpa with him. He's now a top economist at the Ministry of Finance. And what does he do? And after side? you know doing economic economics matters at the Ministry of Finance in the night he's baking bread. <laughs> he calls it Asida bread with the wife. Charlie <laughs> and, and these things and these things taking the employer's time. I know of some Asida bread and Typha. Oh the nether must be my man. The Typha <laughs> did that side. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> wow. Wow. Hey, look. No, 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 Charlie. Brothers are doing side hustle. More sure. comments are coming in. I am a nurse and recently started making fresh fruit juice. It is working la. <laughs> this is coming from Senna. All right, let's bring you tech and social media trends. Five minutes past eight, brought to you by FBN. When you think of a bank that cares and puts the customers first, put the B before the N. Our products and services have been designed just for you. So contact FBN you first. All right, Nathan, tell us what's trending. Yeah, a number of things trending. The the word lookalike. It's mm-hmm. trending. I don't know whether you've been following the conversations on social media. So, mm-hmm. artists and their lookalikes, and several people have mm-hmm. been talking about them. The lookalikes even have a song together. So, there are lookalikes of Kwame Eugene, Mr. Drew, 
medical and a few others mm-hmm. <laughs> and all of that hashtag ctcbs is trending people talking about yeah uh, you know the, the greatest side hustle in the universe yep in terms of uh, sporting trends and there are a number of them on on on, on social mm-hmm. uh Couture is trending for obvious reasons real madrid took on chelsea last night mm-hmm. ossiman is trending he scored for napoli even though their champions league journey is over rudiger is also in the trends as well and then you have hakimi lampard chelsea mm-hmm. all of those things trending in terms of tech news today let's talk about mobile phones right mm-hmm. now google is saying that the google pixel fold a rumored foldable meant to compete with the samsung galaxy z fold 4 mm-hmm. and the pixel 7a will arrive next month now mm-hmm. the leaks came from some reporters earlier this week now um, it said, or the report said that the Pixel Fold will be announced on May 10, with pre-orders going live the same day at the Google Store and with their carrier partners. The mm. foldable device will be available on June 27 for a price of, hold on, 1,799 USD. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now, the Pixel 7a will reportedly cost $499, which is a 50% dollar increase from last year's Pixel 6a, according to some reports coming in. So, there are some images of the said device. So, we wait to see whether or not will, Google will be dropping their own foldable device <laughs> wow. to compete with that of Samsung. Wonderful. <laughs> This is the City Breakfast Show, the city's biggest conversation. So we're going to the main topic for the day, high prices and what the causes. And as if by design, somebody just tweeted a document that I thought would be relevant to the show. Dated April 14, 2023, addressed to the chief executive officer of the Ghana Shippers Authority. And this is a letter signed by Mr. Michael Luguje, who's the DG of the Ghana Ports and Harbors, copied to the director of Ports, Temak of Radio and Keta, GM for Fink, CP, MCA, Legal, and all of these groups within the shipping agencies, and also the GIF, as well as the IEAG, Importers and Exporters. Now, the letter says, Notice of 2023 Port Tariff Review, Revision and Restructuring. We present to you compliments of the Ghana Ports and Abbas Authority and have the honor to inform you that the authority shall implement an upward an upward revision of the Ghana port tariff effective July 1, 2023. <laughs> the revision uh, will also involve a restructuring of some tariff 
items to simplify the structure and address some distortions. All right. Yeah, then it goes on to say that the revision shall involve the following. The first one is a general 5% increase on the US dollar index tariffs. And the second one is a general 95% increase on the Ghana uh, CD index tariffs. Now, the GPHA is compelled to adjust the tariffs in order to cope with the increasing cost of providing poor services to our cherished customers due to the effects of inflation and currency depreciation. Now, the tariff revision is therefore inevitably necessary to recover an appreciable portion of operating and infrastructure costs in order to ensure that at all times, port services and facilities remain efficient and competitive. Now, in our effort to minimize the impact of the tariffs revision on our customers, some tariff items have been exempted from this year's increment. The exempted items are the following. One, port dues on vessels. Two, international ship and uh, port facility security. Three, port infrastructure development dues for port dues on transshipment containers five light dues on vessels six terminal handling charges and storage rent on empty containers seven terminal handling charges on transit and transshipment uh, container and then finally anchorage charges now in the revised 2023 port tariffs we have also restructured on staffing charges mm -hmm. on containerized cargo. Mm -hmm. Therefore, the hitherto numerous and complex rates mm -hmm. for on staffing of containers said to contain general goods, engines, spare parts, and vehicles have been merged into a single rate for various types of boxes. Now, these rates shall be applied in invoicing on staffing activities irrespective of the content of the container. Now, the restructured on staffing charges will create convenience, certainty, and ease of tariffs application and interpretation. Now, this has resulted in tariffs reduction in some cases. Okay. Now, the draft port tariffs, seaports of Ghana, July 2023, reflecting the aforementioned adjustments is attached for your further attention. Now, as per custom, we will be grateful if the Ghana Shippers Authority could conduct the usual stakeholder engagement within the next one month and advise GPHA about the outcome mm -hmm. not later than 12 day of uh, the 12th day of May 2023 mm -hmm. to enable yeah. us to proceed. So, Scott, the, the main point here is the 95% increase on the US dollar index tariffs. Mm -hmm. And then general 95% increase on the Ghana CD index tariff. That is uh, serious. Inflation and CD depreciation are the heart of it. The other things mentioned are administrative to ensure that there's more simplicity. But, I mean, yesterday and the day before, we were talking about the cost of goods, the tariffs at the ports, the calculations we made, almost 60% of the value of a car you pay in different taxes. Mm -hmm. And this was all calculated before this. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so, uh, listeners... The calculations we did yesterday that Sorry. that we announced, mm -hmm. if the uh, if this uh, increase is to be applied, it starts in July. So, think about it: oh, a general ninety-five percent increase in so, Ghana CD index tariffs. Yeah, 
and a five percent increase in US dollar index type. This is serious. This, this is serious. So, if you look at the list of tariffs that we, we went through, mm-hmm. there are some that are Ghana indexed and there are some that are US dollar indexed. Mm-hmm. I think a couple were US dollar indexed. So, it means that a lot of the tariffs you pay is going to go up very, very high. Mm-hmm. I mean, already the, the ports are suffering. Anyway, while all this is going on on one side, mm-hmm. the MP for Bekwai and First Deputy Speaker of Parliament has also been accusing traders of being the <laughs> the reason why Ghanaians are paying high prices. This is Joe Wise speaking so, um, by Europa FM. So, um, 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 they are over exploiting, and then I'm saying it without fear. Good of all, yes, tiles way. You got to turn on China. I personally went, I knew how much I support this one. Some of the highest grades you can get in here, yeah, but. I bought it for less than a fraction of the Omoton, the weakest link the Omoton will have. But the import duties, Speaker, you've not factored that. Now they made the buyer a duty. It's a duty. The day ban, it's a duty. Right? Mm. The point is that it's dishonest in America. We go to the conditions. They are going to cancel a lawyer and say they have an opportunity and they turn back a training extra. Every one of them who will tell you honestly. I see. Good for Sabi. Crash for Kakano to become Rafono. It can't create power that they are under declaring, they are uh, under uh, prices, no? they are inflating the charges and they are making huge profit on any product. We are kind of crunching taxes. Then you say, and your mom to be in the appropriate taxes. It should reflect in how much revenue we generate. Yeah. You know, the timing of this couldn't be worse. Like, this is the time where the number of taxes on items being sold is so high. So, this is... This is... Um, where um, different taxes have been imposed on different items... Uh, VAT calculation is almost 19 or 20 something percent if you put all the other things together. We calculated the port thing, it's very expensive. They just announced increases. So, for a, a speaker to be, sp- to be talking about traders and exploitation, I don't know. I, I, I don't know. Yeah, because the, the journalist was questioning him around the issue of traders complaining about taxes. Right? So, Anyway, we'll, we'll deal with this. Let, let's let's do a quick couple of quick announcements. Yes, yes, yes. GTP is saying that you contribute to the growth and success of Ghana's textile industry every time you wear your authentic fabrics. So they are telling you to purchase original, genuine, and authentic GTP fabrics. Check that the design number on the label is also printed on the salvage. Contact them on 050-994-0949 to buy online or visit any of the accredited dealers nationwide or any wooden shop. GTP life styled and everybody's looking for that one thing that pushes them to bring out their best and enables them to reach peak performance your car wants the same thing that's why you need to give it shell helix engine oil shell helix is designed to bring out the best uh, from your engine protecting it from wear and tear while providing the power and performance needed to give you the best ride every time visit your local shell station today and experience the difference for yourself now april 
the month we're in is the month of jazz and Alliance Francaise Accra is inviting you to the Société Générale Ghana Jazz Festival. It's running from April 24 to 29 and part of that will be two days of concerts where you see Pamela Bajogo, Victor De Quartet, Kwame Yeboah and the Kwame Band and Charlie. And tickets are going for 50 CDs per day and 30 CDs for students. Follow at AF underscore Accra on all socials for updates and workshop registration. The Societe General Ghana Jazz Festival is powered by Alliance Francaise Accra. Now, the first edition of the 2023 APSA Business Connect series is happening this Friday, April 21 at 10 a.m. The topic for this month is Survive and Thrive Tactics for Uncertain Times. And uh, the speakers are... Kobla Nyalete, Executive Director, Retail and Business Banking at APSA, and Kobi Asma Jr., CEO of Type Company Limited. The APSA Business Connect series will help take your business to the next level. That's Africanacity, that's APSA. All right, so whilst we talk about um, side hustles and all, the traders are not happy. Here's Clement Boating, who's the first vice chair of the Guta. Responding to the accusation by the MP that traders they like profits too much. For the caliber of a person like uh, uh, Joe Weiss, uh, who is the first uh, deputy speaker of parliament, you know, to come out uh, with a, a statement of this nature is very uh, unfortunate. Uh, we don't expect him, you know, uh, to be coming out with a, a statement. Of this nature, because if you say we underdeclare, we overprice our goods to make huge profits, and that we are dishonest, are you saying GRA is not doing their work? Because we don't give values for duties to be paid. When we bring in our goods, we submit our invoices, our uh, our, our, our our list of items, as well as our bill of lading to the GRA to give us the required duties to pay. And so if you say we underdeclare, are you suggesting that GRA is not giving us the desired duties to pay? You see, if statement of this nature comes from our leaders, then we don't know where we are heading to. The position that he's occupying, he should know that he's occupying that position as a privilege and that it was people who voted him into that position. And so, therefore, if he's making a statement, he should be very cautious of the statement that comes out from his mouth. If we say we don't have any moral authority to complain about the taxes that we are paying, you, as a first deputy speaker of Ghana, and you are aware that the president has been championing the cause of patronizing local goods. And then you went out there with our scarce foreign exchange to purchase goods abroad and then bring it. Do you have the moral right to complain of anything? Do you have the moral right? So we are very much astonished. I must be frank with you. We are very much astonished from that unguarded statement by the first deputy speaker. And... I think posterity will judge him. But let's look at the elements of the issues that he raised. Uh, if there is exploitation, he feels it, and that's why he's talking about it. He 
he says that he went to the market and the amount or the price you have put on tiles for instance is way way higher than what he got when he went to china clearly even though he's a first deputy speaker he knows that we are supposed to patronize goods in ghana if you're going to cheat him in ghana he should not remain in ghana simply because he wants to be patriotic and again it's not as if guta produces here in ghana anyway you also import so if if you can go to china to import he can equally go and do same knowing that he will not pay as much as you would ask him to pay if he bought it from you here in, in kumasi or in accra no what what exploitation is he talking about you know guta has been complaining and it is not even guta alone it is the entire business community in ghana that has been complaining uh, quite some time now over the cost of doing business you are aware that currently if you go to our post our posts are empty Look, just two weeks ago, GPHA arranged a meeting with us to find out the reason why Ghana is losing cargo. And as, as a result of that, government is losing a lot of revenue, simply because the cost of doing business in this country is very high. So if government is coming out with a lot more taxes, which is going to compound the problem, and Guta is complaining, then you have the audacity to insult the traders, for that matter, the business community. For every cost that any businessman, any businessman, you know, uh, expense, you should know that he will definitely pass it on to the consumer. And that will definitely result in price hikes. And that is the more reason why we have been appealing to the government not to assent this, not to, we have been appealing to the president not to assent this bill. Because the moment president assents to this bill, and then it, it, it becomes law. It means that implementation is going to start. And when implementation is going to start, it is going to compound the problems that we've been talking about. And we wouldn't, we wouldn't have any other option but, you know, to pass on to the consumer. You are aware that this year, VAT has been increased from 12.5 to 15%. If you add the other levies, of 1% COVID, 2.5% get found, 2.5% of a, 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 a national health insurance, we are paying that at 22%. And that affects all the levies and taxes that we pay at the post, <coughs> which has a cascading effect of whatever pricing that we are supposed to come out. So if goods are expensive, it is not the doing of Guta. It is rather as a result of the high cost of doing business and the excessive taxes that we are paying. You, as a first deputy speaker of parliament, we petition parliament not to, you know, pass this bill into, into, into law. You were there. You didn't do anything about it. You didn't do anything about it. You try as much as possible to gather your people as we will say the minority will have its say and the majority will have its way. And then this bill was passed. And finally, it has been accepted by the president. So if it has been accepted by the president, and then tomorrow you go to the market and you see that goods are high, prices of goods are high, do you then blame Guta? You don't blame Guta. But this, this comment he's making, I'm sure it's in reference to issues that have been happening even before the new bills were passed before the House. And he even references some of your friends that he says have told him uh, that you always uh, give a higher... A lower figure for well, under declaration is the right word it or is, the rest reference to use. Sandra, it is never true. That is that was why initially I told you that if what he's saying is anything to go by, is he inferring that 
GRA is not giving us the, the, the required duties to pay because when we bring the goods, we don't come out with the duties that we are supposed to pay. It is the GRA. We submit our, our, our invoices, our, 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 our bill of lading, everything to GRA to come out with the required duties that we are supposed to pay. So if you say we are under declaring, are you saying GRA is not doing their work very well? Is that what he's implying? Okay, so, but is he also not a, a citizen, a, a consumer who can attest to, except that he's a speaker, so maybe we, we hold him in high regard, because we've just called him now. He says he stands by every word he has said in that interview. Uh, he, he can choose. He can choose to stand by it. But like I said, posterity will judge him. He can choose to stand by every word that he has said. But posterity will judge him. Whether what he's saying is right or wrong. Posterity will judge him. So your people don't overcharge us in the market. Is that what you're saying? What overcharging? Look, the market that we are is very, very competitive. We are in a very, very competitive market. So you cannot overprice your goods. If you overprice your goods, Sander, you will be out of you'll be out of the market. What if don't you go. what if you decide to become a cabal so that everybody oh, in the group oh, decides to uh, unless and so again again another factor that has to be considered. Many people go to the Nigerians because the Nigerians offer them lower rates and the argument I, I is that I, 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 don't, I don't i don't want us to go in that target no but it's, 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 it could be a justification yes, for the member of parliament's comment if, if it could be a justification do you do you know the policy rate in nigeria but they go to china with you or yes they go to china with us but i'm i'm asking you do you know the lending rate in nigeria as a result of the policy rate that they have so if i'm borrowing at 45 percent here and go to China, and somebody in Nigeria is borrowing at 25%, do you expect me to sell at the same price? So that was Clement Boating speaking to Marisanda. Let's hear Joe Weiss again. He was speaking on Oyerepa TV. They are over exploiting, and then I'm saying it without fear. Good to follow, yes, Kyle's way. You got to turn on China. I personally went, I knew how much I support this one. Some of the highest grades you can get in here, yeah. But I bought it for less than a fraction of. They almost turn the weakest link, they almost turn her. But the import duties, speaker, you've not factored that. Now they made the buy a duty. It's a duty. The day ban, it's a duty. Right? Mm. The point is that it's dishonest in America. We go to the conditions. They are going to say, lawyer, said it's an opportunity, and they turn back, train each other. Every one of them will tell you honestly. I see. But they are declaring, they are uh, under uh, prices, no? they are inflating their charges and they are making huge profit on any product. We are kind of taxes. Then you say, the appropriate taxes, it should reflect in how much revenue we generate. Yeah. All right, now a few uh, comments coming in on this matter. Uh, Bernard, I have a doctor friend who imports a roller mattress. What is a roller mattress? I don't know what that is. Usually for bedridden patients. He spends 98 CDs per unit to buy, brings it here, but sells it to already overbedding patients at 1,000 per unit. 
I have many similar examples. Joe Weiss is right. Yeah, this doesn't have a name. But there's one here that's not in agreement with Joe Weiss at all. He says, hey, better. The deputy speaker should slow down. He bought tiles that were cheaper, so if people are selling it higher, they must be crooks. Let's unpack that for a minute. This guy does not access capital from the same sources the Guta guys do. He does not have the overhead, salaries, warehouse costs, transport and logistics costs that the Guta guys have to deal with. He does not bear the risk they have to contend with, breakages, theft, insurance, etc. We haven't even come to what is an adequate compensation return on capital for the efforts. How did one transaction involving two levels, buying the good clearing and transporting to final location, and he thinks he can lecture those who have to deal with so he did one transaction involving two levels, buying the good, clearing and transportation to final location, and he thinks he can lecture those who have to deal with five to seven levels and have to brave the risk of breakages and obsolescence and borrowing at 38%. Sometimes those whose nuts have been cracked for them by benevolent spirits should learn to be humble. It's a, it's a very, I like the message. <laughs> Charlie. I am I, I'm, I, I'm more in line with this message <laughs> on this on the Joe comment but also in line with your good friend uh, who sent the first one mm-hmm. on the general price. You know, because I felt that listening to Anabu Joe Weiss, and um, forgive me, I haven't listened to, I, I would have been happy to listen to the entire interview, mm-hmm. perhaps for proper context, you know. Mm-hmm. But maybe he could also have helped us. Like, did he, he said he needed, so he left Ghana purposefully to go to China to buy tiles, or he was on a trip in China and bought tiles. <laughs> that would help one. Because the trader purposely will buy an air ticket on his own dime and go to China. Good. It's so, different from I was in China on doing something and saw tiles. Saw tiles. You understand? That's a very good point. Yes. So he so, may not even have the transport cost. So the for transport himself. cost might not even be the same. Right. Two, I would also be interested. He said he paid duty. Did he pay the same duty <laughs> that he pay? Good question. He didn't clarify that. Mm-hmm. You know, he provided some insight into what happens at the port, which is true. Some of the statements that he made about mm-hmm. uh, people under declaring because we've sat here, we've done, we've dealt with all kinds of stories mm-hmm. about the kind of things that happen at the port. Mm-hmm. But I'm just saying that the context that the, the, the premise upon which he made the points that he made is a bit flawed based on which is why I'm supporting mm-hmm. your friend because he did, he did one transaction and mm-hmm. the, the, the circumstances surrounding that transaction are not even clear. Mm. One, how he got to China, whether he left Ghana to go and buy tiles in China, which would even be a problem <laughs> for the, the Speaker of Parliament. <laughs> the deputy, the first Why should it be a problem? Don't worry, the first Deputy Speaker of Parliament. And then yeah. whether he paid the same level of tax yeah. everybody pays when they bring in yeah. those goods. Yeah. You know, and, and then, then the, who the, transported them? And then the seven layers him. he speaks about for that. Trader uh, for the trader, for the bike, and, and then go home and then go and store it, mm-hmm. you know. But that that being said, I think that. Hmm. But go, go for it. Jo, jo, you see, this is the thing. Joe Weiss's point may have been put across in a very insensitive way. Oh, considering no, I the, think he just said it. Nice considering the okay. time, but there's a look. I don't even want to say. I'm on the second. Hold on, like Bernard. The Ghanaian sellers, like even look. Let me even be a bit controversial. Yes. Hold on, Bernard. Your point is you don't need to overmake the point. The way they sell price, yes. the price things. I, I agree with you on that. That the pricing is um, sometimes a bit arbitrary. I also, I I am very. It's not a bit. 
Okay, uh, a lot. <laughs> oh, so you you, you tell yeah, he'll, 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 you agree with your wife a bit more. I'll get to him. Yeah, no, 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 because government is partly responsible for where we are. We are. With all the taxes. Mm -hmm. And then also, the attitude of the Ghanaian trader, majority of the times, is completely unacceptable. Mm -hmm. Which is... Let, 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 let's, let's say profiteering. Like, like Godfrey, look. Our business costs not high. Let's have a conversation. That's true. I mean, problem, no, our no, business no. costs high now. Godfrey, let, 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 Hold on. Let, let's bring a very good example. Yes. We went to back to the village food bazaar. Yes. Mm -hmm. we have, let's do that. We have created a venue for you with um a lot of amenities provided yeah and we are giving you two days of thousands of people coming to buy most people sold out yes all right basically everybody did. you are paying a thousand cities as a vendor of food and 500 as a vendor of drinks yeah you should look at volumes mm -hmm. and not over price but if you look at the what is considered overpricing Hold I, on, I, no, I, because I you see, because what we need to have an understanding. To, no, hold on, Bernard. To make that position, we must have a fair understanding of what business cost is for some of these vendors. I'll give you a couple example. Um, there's a guy in my area. He sells kebabs. I frequent his joint if mm -hmm. because it's very close to where my kids train. Mm -hmm. Right. A couple of months ago, he has this chicken kebab. Mm -hmm. It was going for four CDs. Mm -hmm. This was per stick. Per stick. How many pieces now, on the chicken kebab? Five. Five pieces. Five pieces. Standard. For four Ghana cities. For four Standard. Ghana cities, yes. For four Ghana cities. Oh, five pieces for four Ghana cities. Now, kebab, you're saying? Go on. Then, <laughs> last... Um, you know four Ghana cities. a lot of money. For five... No, let's not... For five pieces of build, chicken... Build, build the way you are talking build about... Build your point. Okay, let's yeah. oh, build your point. Last week, when I went to my guy's joint... Seven cities. I'm talking about my good friend at Amalisa Gardens in Dansoma. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. It's 10 cities hey. for the same five. From when? From February to now. From 4 to 10? Yes, it's now 10 More cities. More than double. Yes, it's 10 cities per... Because his cost of rent to where he is, I asked him, has mm -hmm. gone up. The chicken, it is not Fiakuko that he's been killing there. Mm -hmm. It's the usual imported chicken that we are constantly moaning about mm -hmm. that he buys he says prices have gone up so from those. four to ten yes he buys oil he buys charcoal right mm. he employs two people mm. in addition one who does them for the kebab itself the guy the young one who helps him string up the meat mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. helps him um cut it up Great. then he yeah. pays rent he has a side gig he pounds fufu <laughs> for a, a chop bar. The same guy. Same guy. He has a side gig. He goes to pound fufu for the guy uh, for a chop bar there. Then he comes to continue with mm -hmm. his meat business. Okay. So when you have the conversation, he will tell you that look, he's buying the oil, he's buying pepper, he's buying salt. We had a conversation about salt not too long ago. Mm -hmm. He's buying livestock. Livestock at the moment, the goats and the cows. We had a conversation. In fact, if you look at the latest U.S. agri numbers on livestock in this country, we are importing a lot of goods into this country now. Mm. So it's not here. So the prices of those have also gone up. So you put all of that into the mix. I could complain about the price of the kebab moving from his kebab, not the chicken one, but even the goat kebab. I think it's now at five CDs. Some some joints some, some joints sell it at seven, seven CDs. CDs. Some yeah. joints even do ten CDs. Yeah. 
All right, but those ones are the, the outlines. The outline. Yeah. No, because of the okay, okay, that okay, they they Because they'll pay tax yeah. as well to they pay some informal tax. Is there? So I'm saying that for some of these things, we mm-hmm. need to f- understand the business cost of those enterprises before we can then look at their price and say, are you pricing highly or not? Or are you overpricing? You know, and then what we even call overpricing. You know, I, I get you. I remember when I interviewed the Ghana Statistical Service Director mm-hmm. and we're talking about disaggregating inflation. I think he admits that one of the parts of inflation that we've not been able to track is the behavioral aspect, right? Where you have the price buildup, which is or, or, um, objective. You have the cost of the good, the tariffs, the transportation cost, and all of that compounding the price. But there are and he did some analysis where the difference in prices of goods in different markets was just arbitrary. So it's almost like when there's a, a small sense of shortage in the system, the prices just go up unreasonably. Right? And there was no there was no logical reason for those price increases and the price differentials did not make sense on the basis of even location. It was just like people arbitrarily wanting to profit. So he was saying that there's need to research that more. I did that interview, I think, in November. So I feel like Joe Weiss's point is, you know, the same way we have to accept that government has made things difficult for people with these bad policies and taxes, the traders also have to accept that their pricing is arbitrary at best and highly exploitative. Okay, and he has to say it that way to generate the discussion it is generating. Yes. Because if you had couched it in some diplomatic language, we'll not be talking oh, about it today. To. So, and it's true. He's not the first <laughs> to say it. I've interviewed people in the past, even as far back as 2015, who say that I interviewed a politician in this country who says he's lived in Togo and lived in Ghana. When he compares the way we price things in Ghana, it doesn't make sense to him. Rent, most pricing. He says the Ghanaian just has this inordinate, he calls it yes. pension to just overprice. Price. Right, so anticipation. Why does the Ghanaian overprice? Kalabuli. Why? Uh, because no, because because oh yeah, oh, yeah. yourself and Sky study the market. Why does he overprice? Saying, because he can market. get away with it. No, but in the because market, there's no there's well, no I, I regulation. And forgive me, meet maybe I'm, I'm, I'm playing the most advocate on yes, here. Yes, yes. This morning, so yeah. I know people will be insulting me. No, they shouldn't. Right they shouldn't. I'm just playing devil's advocate so that we, we can yes. have both sides of the conversation. Yes. Why do people overprice? Yes. Ghana is one of the most unregulated spaces in Africa if for anything. Mm. If you go to most francophone countries, a lot of things we do in Ghana, you can't do it in those countries. Mm. We we build anyhow, yes. we drive anyhow, mm. we talk anyhow, mm. and we price. We do so. This thing you are saying about it's like the the in Ghana, the the sent the the I don't want to use the word control. But there's a lot of indiscipline. And it translates itself into the way we drive, the way we do things, like bazaar. So even the way we price things, there's no control. There's no... People do whatever they like. Yeah. But I'm just saying... That's that how I see it. The, the, from the perspective of... Because Guta caught a lot of um, uh, flack for this from Joe Weiss's comments. And they're the ones everybody targets because they're... Neighbor. So I'm just saying that. Is, is it true that they are absorbing increased cost in compensation for their supplies and inventory products. Mm-hmm. Is it true? Sorry, read the question. I'm saying, is it true? Mm-hmm. Like, would it be? Do we know, mm-hmm. or based on where we said that, mm-hmm. Guta is, have not had to absorb increased cost in no, no, Guta, supplies and inventory products? They have. They have. They have to. So this is... Okay, we are not in ordinary times. Yes, I'm coming. So we, what Guta is suffering now because of the economy, the CD... 
mm-hmm. the tariffs they just announced 95 percent increase in ghana denominated uh, uh, uh tariffs which will take effect from first july the, the currency fell astronomically from october so i think if you are using this window maybe january to april you will not be fair to say guta I'm, is exploiting but as, a as a general com- okay go, ask ask you, a question. you spoke about the fourth estate um, thing on 1d1f yeah do you know why most of the 1d1f people are suffering they're suffering from the banks what is the lending rate in this country it's, it's crazy. crazy like 45 they are suffering from competition ghana cylinder manufacturing if you like put the CEO on the line and let him tell you it's a, some of them are under 1D1F. Mm-hmm. It, sorry, there's one company that yeah. is under 1D1F cylinder. Mm-hmm. Let that CEO tell you why he has over 20,000 cylinders sitting there and not one is being sold. Why? You let him tell you. I don't know where to find it. Exactly. But what is the reason why? You see, because the government puts up uh, 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 a policy mm-hmm. and then the government itself brings another policy that defeats so that that yes, that strangles <laughs> him. So now he's he's dealing with competition that is completely underselling him, and his goods are there. But how many how many traders actually go to banks for money? Bernard, in this country, I think a lot of them do. Bernard, traders, when when they, hold on, Bernard, the way the bank interest. Bernard, no, I, I'm coming. I'm, when, I'm, I'm, my answer is my question is on the basis of something. Wrong. Yes. Also, I'm building. Yeah, I'm building points for you. you if, come on. if the interest rate, okay, let's the the the, the risk free rate. Uh-huh. That the BOG charges uh-huh. is thirty. Is it what was it? Was the was the the latest rate? Is that something? Yeah. Now, I'm saying that it doesn't make sense to go to a bank for a loan. To Where will you get the money? A relative or a friend. How much money does the, do relatives have? What kind of capital do they have lying around like that? Where is it? So, so where do you think the money is going? Hold on. In the past two or three years, since we are talking pricing, mm-hmm. when the uh, banks went down. Mm-hmm. Who are those who suffered the most? The Trade, traders suffer. Uh, the investment companies, mm-hmm. when they went down, look at the list of people who complained, the brackets that they were in. Who suffered the most? So your, your point is that the, the conditions necessitate this type of price. I am saying that the business conditions that we live in, mm-hmm. you add the taxes, you add everything. The interest rates. The interest rates. The currency depreciation. The currency rate. depreciation. You put everything together. A lot of businesses, that's what I'm saying. We need to understand, first of all, what we are calling overpricing. Before we even start. Yes, because we must understand what business cost is. If mm. we don't understand business cost is, what is... So you've listed, the, you've, you've listed the cost of money. That somebody's overpricing. So you've, you've listed the cost of money, which yes. is a very important one. Rent. The cost of rent is a very important one. Yes. Then overhead, like paying salaries, paying electricity bill, water bill, mm-hmm. just keeping the office running is yes. a third transportation costs mm-hmm. and then the cost of the goods itself yes. and then the tariffs that all go. the things yeah. so all of these things have gone up so yes. I, that's what i'm saying the last point you, if yeah, you don't know. yeah my my kid brother Samuel started mm-hmm. this spices business mm-hmm. it used to be small mm-hmm. you know then with his friends then they started bringing in these machines <clears> from <throat> packaging mm-hmm. you know so and we've realized packaging has improved mm-hmm. significantly yeah. in this country yeah. Yeah. the packaging machine do you know how much it costs bernard <laughs> i wouldn't know there, the, to get the thing looking as nice as it is, mm. and all those things. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That so, some, by the way, by the, the interest rate is twenty five seven percent. The Ghana reference rate, okay, twenty five points. Still, still high. It's, so it, it means if I add in it thirty, so thirty percent interest. Go on. You understand the packaging so, machine. You have packaging. Mm-hmm. So, for instance, the person, the people who paid five hundred CDs at a thing, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. 
to sell drinks. That's mm-hmm. for the drinks, mm-hmm. right? Some of them had it in bottles. Mm-hmm. Would they buy the plastics? Yes. Mm-hmm. There are labels on it. Yeah. Would they? Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, they would have had to pay for approvals mm-hmm. for certain from FDA from whichever one. All those things are there, right? Mm-hmm. That is cost. Now, you have cost of transport. Mm-hmm. You have cost of labor for the day. Mm. How much are you paying? How how much do you price payment of somebody who is coming to assist you with that? Mm. Now, mm. transporting the, my drinks from Dansuman mm. to Accra in mm-hmm. a Kia truck, mm-hmm. two of those. Mm-hmm. Now, I have to do back and forth because the truck has to bring the goods and come and take the goods back as well. Now, that truck is paying fuel price mm-hmm. at something. So, that truck is adding it. So, mm-hmm. I, again, typical example. Last year, I used to move my football team from Dan Soman mm-hmm. to Labadi for 180, 190 back and forth. Then it got to 200. On Monday, I moved my, and this is a torture that I'm very friendly with. I moved my team from Dan Soman to Medina for two hours. They played a one-hour game, so it was two hours. They got there at nine, mm. played at ten, mm. left at eleven. It cost me three fifty Ghana cities mm. for two hours mm. to move a football team of eighteen players from Dansuman to Labadi and back. In Trotsky. In Trotsky. Sadly. I mean, you don't even have a bus. So that three fifty was what transport cost. That's just transport cost. Okay. So you you, are, you want us to understand the price build up the, before we start I, I, accusing somebody I of overpricing? Accu- I'm saying the accusations are legitimate because indeed we do know. But I'm also saying that we we might also have to better understand the cost of their business. But when the now, when Sander to understand asked, what is overpricing when Sander asked Clement Boating about the Nigerians selling cheaper in Ghana. Clement's answer was that the, the, I think the the only justification the Ghanaians have will be the cost of money yes because in nigeria interest rates are not as high as in ghana mm-hmm. so if the interest rates are high then you can say that it increases the cost of business yeah. therefore prices are high so, but i'm not sure if in and again there is the interest rate argument sort of um it constrains me because the interest rate issue is very serious because in ghana interest is the highest in the whole of the continent Probably except Zimbabwe. Alright, so I'm I'm constrained. I wanted to take some comments and people's own experiences on this matter. Because and don't forget my premise. My my premise is that both can be right. Okay, now it's it's my it's, you can Joe Wise can be right and the traders can also be right. Right. Mm. right? But the only is that Joe Wise pitched this when 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 the traders were complaining of high taxes and cost of doing business and used his personal experience good, which is so justified so, good so 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 very good point you've made so his example is not comparable we cannot take his example so you're going to china to buy your own tiles does not mean that every businessman can do it the way you because did because he has not told us how he got to china. and if it was that profitable you stop mp and be a tile importer <laughs> you, do you understand so it's a wrong example to use so that's that's let's put that aside the, the second point is using that to counter the the legitimate argument that cost of business is high it's also a bit disingenuous yeah. because if you know that you've passed three more killer taxes you have 16 tax items on an imported good yesterday we calculated when you buy a 2010 camry you are paying about 64 percent of the fob price in tariffs cost and charges you can't tell me that Ghanaian traders should be blamed for this so to bring Ghanaian traders so you see my point is you can say the right thing but the context of saying it and the attempt to use it 
it's like saying that because you you are a child who lies a lot if somebody bullies you in school and you come and tell your your teacher teacher says yeah you cry it's true that the guy bullied but you like lying too much do you know what i'm saying so maybe the guy is a liar but on this specific occasion the guy bullied him but in self in trying it's not a good example anyway but in trying to mollify the effect of the criticism that the teacher was negligent he says as for sky he is always lying so how was i to even believe that the guy the guy bullied him although he was supposed to use the merits of the report sky made at that material moment to decide on whether to take action on the bullying or not because sky is notorious as a liar on that particular day that he came to say that he's being bullied the teacher dismissed it and maybe that was the day that the bullying caused him to go to hospital do you get my point so joe wise is, is generally right in saying that Ghanaian traders are exploitative but if you listen to the voice i kept playing it the guy was asking him about traders saying that you guys have gone to parliament with all the problems we have to pass three new taxes mm. okay and we are suffering under too many tariffs what joe wise has to agree but he's like no you guys are the ones who even exploit people so he's using what is a general sentiment about traders to defend himself and make a particular argument at the wrong time which is unfair do you get me he's right in saying that generally Ghanaian pricing and again what policies have we been passed around the way we price in town government price risk-free interest at 26 percent so is the government exploitative when companies go and buy government t-bills and no lend to people is the government also criminal do you get me so the argument that things are high so why is the dog setting up rates at almost 30 percent and this is risk-free lending do you get me so it's it's not fair it's not fair he he's and it's it's it's, it's, it's bad to use a legitimate emotional concern of Ghanaians to punish traders who are actually suffering but now let me push back a little just recently i called latif because a friend of ours in in the uk said that he needed um some items who is Latif? so latif mahama okay upper west yeah what so <laughs> so i called him up mm. i said latif um i need um smock yeah man you know i like wearing smock you want to export the smock <laughs> yeah, so. go and smoke kindly look for smock for me yeah um i wouldn't because i want the authentic one of course yeah so you go get some for me so he went to the streets of wa mm-hmm. And then he sent me photographs of what he had seen. All right. So I forwarded the photographs to a friend of mine uh, who needed them and said, oh, yeah, look at these things, together with some other things, uh, things that he said he needed. Mm-hmm. So he said, okay, he chose a number of them. Mm-hmm. So I asked Latif, okay, these are the choices that he's made. Mm-hmm. Go back and ask the person how much he or she was selling it. Mm-hmm. So he sent me quotes. Mm-hmm. So he mentioned 300 Ghana CDs. 250 Ghana CDs and then um, the cap I think 20 Ghana CDs mm-hmm. I say okay then I'm sending you something close to about 900 Ghana CDs buy three pieces for me mm-hmm. add the hat the, the cap to it <laughs> yeah, yeah, nice yeah. Uh-huh. and then ship it down south sure. and then I'll go and receive it say okay uh, which options did I like I said, oh, don't fly it just give it to VIP yes. I'll go to the station and pick it up myself good so the smock that he sent one was what 300 Ghana cities mm-hmm. so to so the ones with the sleeves yeah. Yeah. 300 Ghana cities, 300 Ghana cities that will give you a 600 Ghana cities mm-hmm. then the one the short one the one the singlet that i'm wearing yeah. that one was 250 Ghana cities of course i could have pushed back and say oh you reduce the so price 850. yeah but i decided not to negotiate because really i look at prices generally in accra mm-hmm. 
So they brought it. The next day it was there. I went there, paid. Mm-hmm. I think I gave the guy 60 Ghana CDs mm-hmm. uh, to collect. The, 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 yeah, that's right. So three different uh, smocks mm-hmm. and a cap. Mm-hmm. And I, I gave the guy 60 Ghana CDs on top of that. But Bernard. So you spent 960? Yeah, thereabout. But what is the general prices of um, smocks, smocks in Accra? In fact, even if you go online, one smock mm-hmm. is selling between 550 Ghana CDs mm-hmm. and 800. And depending on where you are buying it, you could buy it for 1,000 Ghana CDs. Mm-hmm. This is authentic smock from the north of Ghana. And Bernard, so, let me understand you. Okay. You the smoke you bought was between two fifty and three hundred. Yes. From original source of wa. Yes. From and you, and you pay sixty to VIP. Yeah. To now, collect all three. And of you them. are saying that when a smoke, uh, by, by the way, smokes are not made in Accra. Yeah, they are made in the north. Yeah. So you are saying when you go online or you go to Accra to buy a smoke, mm-hmm. how much are they selling? I'm saying that from five fifty Ghana cities yeah. for one. Yeah. To about seven hundred or. A thousand Ghana cities, depending on where you are buying it. Are you not repeating the Joe mistake? No, wait. <laughs> no, no, it's not. It's not a Joe mistake. You spoke about volumes, like yes. economies of scale. Yes. If you buy so many smocks in the north of the country and you are transporting all of them to Accra, yeah, the likelihood that you are going to pay less per one is high because economies of scale will operate to ensure that the, <laughs> the, 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 the transporter keeps the price you down. Are repeating Joe mistake? No, I'm not. Secondly, mm-hmm. secondly, mm-hmm. you are buying it from, say, maybe artisanal producers. Mm-hmm. And where you are buying a number of them, as I said, I could have pushed back and say, reduce mm-hmm. the price. When you are buying more from them, they will reduce the, the price of the smoke, the, the unit price mm-hmm. at which they are selling it yes. to you. Yes. Right? Yes. That's another thing. Of course, transportation and all of these things coming. Yes. But Bernard, in which world, I said I bought one, one. For 300 Ghana cities, mm-hmm. another for 250 Ghana cities. How do you justify an increase of about, say, close to 40 and 50 percent? In some cases, in excess of that, just because you have brought the thing from the north of but the that's, you are making the same mistake. It's Let not, me explain the sky. You bought a mosque from Wa. A smoke. A smoke from Wa. Yes. What did I say? Mosque. Smoke. A smoke. <laughs> 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 you, bought, you bought three. Yes. One was averaging 300 cities mm-hmm. through Latif. Mm-hmm. And you pay 60 cities as transportation costs. Yes. Now, let me read the message my banker friend sent about the, the, the levels. So, your business had three layers. Mm-hmm. You call Latif. You send him 900 cities. Mm-hmm. He buys a smoke. He transports it and you bring it. Mm-hmm. Now, the guy who is selling smoke as a smoke business in Accra. Mm-hmm. Now, this person has an office space, yes. a shop front that he pays for. Yeah, he's not paying No, I'm coming. Leg for it. This person hey. has staff that he pays salaries. Mm-hmm. He has yeah. to store some smoke. So, he can't, he can't buy three smokes. He has to, so, you bought three. He probably has to buy 300 uh-huh. and store them somewhere. Mm-hmm. He has to pay bulk money to a supplier. Uh-huh. And probably some of the people buy smoke don't pay on time. So he needs a cash management system. Mm. I'm coming. Okay. I haven't even come to accounting and things. So mm-hmm. he has to transport the smoke probably by a big vehicle. Mm-hmm. So he doesn't use VIP because mm-hmm. he can't bring three. He's bringing 300. Mm-hmm. Now he has to then, the risk of, maybe there are some days that the truck will get destroyed. Mm-hmm. Somebody will steal it. So he has to cover that risk. Mm-hmm. Insurance. He probably has to insure his smoke. Mm-hmm. Right? Then we haven't even come to the issue of um, the, the fact that when he's in Accra, mm-hmm. there could be a loan he has to take. Mm-hmm. So maybe that 300 smokes. So your, your thousand cities is no money to mm-hmm. you. Maybe he needs 200 
I don't know, 30,000 of mm-hmm. 200,000. Mm-hmm. So it goes to the bank, interest rate of 30%. Mm-hmm. So when you, when, you, when you pack all of the risk that this guy who's selling for 500, mm-hmm. is he selling it online? Again. Is he selling it all? Are, are some of the prices good? So the online has to set up a market <laughs> online. So, so I'm saying <laughs> that you see that you are making a device mistake. But this guy whose whose business is into smokes mm-hmm. has to solve all these layers of problems and then say that even though the unit price of one mm-hmm. was probably even two hundred, mm-hmm. when I come to Accra mm-hmm. to be able to have a cash flow cycle that will allow me to be able to get more smokes that I need. Mm-hmm. So for example, somebody somebody may come somebody may order fifty from the US mm-hmm. which requires him to get different varieties. So he needs a quick um, move up north to bring like twenty mm-hmm. to supplement. He needs a good relationship with the guy who supplies the smokes. Mm-hmm. All right. He may be paying rent that has gone up he GRO will come and tell him that he needs to pay tax mm-hmm. so i'm saying that when you put all those together uh, running a business of smoke mm-hmm. is not the same as an individual asking that to bring him a smoke Bernard, you see that is fair, that is fair. fair. Wait, no, hold on hold on it is fair comment but can you tell me on the basis of economies of scale yeah. that we have discussed why the taxes are you, are you how are you paying the taxes the taxes are based on how much you are selling some of them are fixed yeah, yeah. Right sometimes now even if you collect the thing you haven't even received the money <laughs> that <laughs> that <laughs> no, I understand some of them are fake yeah. some of them depend on municipal how much you are making for it yeah, yeah that's right so the question i'm asking is you have brought a smoke that is 300 Ghana cities yes even 250 even 250 Ghana. Yes. 300 pieces of it it's, 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 let's say 300 pieces of it you are saying you are saying yeah just from the north of ghana which is about what seven eight hours away hey. Wait, wait, why, wait, why did you go there and buy it? Have wait. you transported any major item from the north to Accra? <laughs> why did you go there and buy it? Sky, let's assume you are bringing your 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 smoke from Bulga. Yes, I brought mine from Bwa. Sky, do you know the level of armed robbery risk on the road between Wa and Accra? And Accra? Those are not everyday matters. Who told you? But how do you? And and it, 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 these no, these small business people have not come to tell us that they are going to ensure. But how do good? How do you price risk? I'm coming. So let's assume you go and borrow. F- and I'm Robert. Don't steal smokes. I'm coming. I'm saying. I'm saying. I'm saying. Sky. Let me give you another example. Let me give you another example. I was watching TV recently where some women say they go to Burkina Faso to bring tomatoes. Now the argument you and Joe Wise seem to make is that if the unit price of a box of tomato in Burkina Faso is so cheap, if a woman brings tomato from Burkina Faso and comes to Techiman. She shouldn't add anything more than 50 CDs per box or 100 CDs. Anything below, beyond that is expensive and it's exploitative. Mm-hmm. I'm saying that that could be true, but you haven't factored in certain things. So this woman takes CDs to Burkina Faso mm-hmm. and buys the, the tomato in CFA. Yeah. So the exchange rate, she will suffer a loss. Mm-hmm. They are jihadists in Burkina Faso. Mm-hmm. So as she's coming back, she may have to pay bribes to some security people or to a high security people to escort the things to come. Mm-hmm. When she gets to the post, she has to do back, 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 back mm-hmm. to, to make sure the thing comes. Mm-hmm. Then she has to now store the tomatoes. Mm-hmm. So storage cost. Mm-hmm. Then when she comes to Techiman, she has to have her own shop. Now she has to keep and pay all those things. So I'm saying that, see, and a business is a long-term venture. Mm-hmm. So pricing is not just a function of the thing is two cities, I buy it at transportation of one, so I must sell it at 3.5. It's not as simple as that. There are so many things. I'm talking about even money, money, cash flow. So, for example, you go and borrow the thing, Mm. and you're supposed to pay a certain amount every month. I agree with all of that. When you put all that together, 
Bernard. The pricing may not be as straightforward as they are making excess profit per unit. Bernard, you see, I agree with all of the things you have said, except where it gets to how much you charge the end user, the buyer. And you know why? And I insist that many Ghanaian traders engage in excessive profiteering. Let me give you another example. Me, look, before you go there, mm -hmm. if they did, you see, this guy who sells the smoke at 500, mm -hmm. don't forget Over that. Over 500, that's the yes. thing. There's also market information. So the only reason why this person will be exploiting you if there's something called market information asymmetry. Mm -hmm. Now, if generally people sell smokes in Accra mm -hmm. for above 400, mm -hmm. it should tell you that unless they are colluding, that's the real cost of selling the, most, the smoke. You see, because you are saying that in Wa is 250, mm -hmm. but in Accra is 500. Now, if you go to Damsoman, it's 500. You go to Medina, it's 500. You go to Tema, it's 500. Unfortunately, then you realize that then there has to be a method to the madness. Unfortunately, the Ghanaian trading space doesn't work like that. Let me, let me, let, let's, let's prove this. You mm -hmm. drive your car, the, the car that you use, mm -hmm. to uh, what you call one of these uh, small selling joints mm -hmm. here in Adabraka. Mm -hmm. And let this man, this same man, uh, well, Abeku, yes, dressed in his t shirt, let him walk to that same shop. The price that the seller will quote for you and which you would have to negotiate with will be extremely higher compared to what Abeku will be charged. <laughs> so the traders do profiling. They look at you. You are wearing glasses. You're wearing some nice um, link with you or what's the name? <laughs> <laughs> this thing hey, probably, you know, ironed and, and you are wearing nice pair of shoes with your uh, uh, great socks to match. They look at, uh, you know, Abeku. Oh, look at his beard. He's wearing t-shirt and wearing jeans. They look at him and say, oh, okay, wait there on, on this account. Yeah, <laughs> no, that is what they do. And you see, often they don't even write the prices on, on, on the... So generally, if you walk into a, a UK store, every item that they will sell to you, no matter how minute, the price is displayed. In a Ghanaian shop, hardly would you find... In fact, it is, it is rare... To find prices but, written. But, but that, that I agree with you on that point where you say that there's a bit of arbitrariness. Mm -hmm. It's not the, a bit too. No, but you see, but differentiate this. I'm saying that if in Accra, mm -hmm. between Dansoman, Tema, Medina, everywhere, the average smoke is above 400. That should tell you that the 200 you bought it at Wa, all the traders consider that an extra 150 or 200 needs to be put on it for it to make sense. And I agree with you when you say that because we don't enforce certain basic customer service rules, mm -hmm. Ghanaian traders tend to exploit and do arbitrary prices. On that one, I take it. Right? And but that one can easily be solved. Don't forget, I even said to you that Ghana, we are very well, Ghana is one of the countries with very, the poor. very poor regulation. Mm -hmm. So in you are right, in most serious places, every shop will have the price displayed there. Mm -hmm. It's part of the rights of the buyer. Mm -hmm. All right. Mm -hmm. So I agree with you on that point, but I'm saying that whilst that may be true, mm -hmm. on average, the, the smoke in Medina, Dansoman, Tema will still be about 400. Let me give you another example. You, I, I'm not going to litigate your point. Mm -hmm. I will stay with my point. You stay with us. Mm -hmm. Why is it that <laughs> almost every time that you ask someone for a price, mm -hmm. right? The person will give you a price that you can negotiate from. Why is that? No, so, no, that's our culture. You see, you see, that is where the problem starts from. You ah. know full well, you know full well. Tissue, tissue. But, you see, why should that be? 
That's how we engage. See, it is wrong. It's the art of trading. See, that's that what is, makes us Ghanaians. Uh-huh, but see. there are certain goods that are not negotiable. No, no tissue. What, 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 like what? Have you gone to buy fried and asked them to tissue before? Fried Wait, which part? Are, which yes, part so he's right. So, 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 Sky, let me nuance hold on, there. When you, when you go to a normal, you, Sky, when you, when you go to a normal corner go, shop, uh-huh, okay, corner like shop. you are going to buy ideal milk mm-hmm. or you are going to buy fried tofu. Oh, okay, you don't yeah, tissue, tell them. Yeah, tissue. Hold on. Ah, for the yeah. way. It's cantamanto. Aha, you see. It's a certain kind of Hold on, hold on, hold on. You see, that is where they are actually selling the thing in their numbers. Uh-huh. So you go to the Makala woman and say, oh, uh, this uh, Gali Olunka ASN, or maybe uh, this right old ASN, she will give you a price. That price is often about three times higher than oh, what. It's not true. No. Sky, I buy if, a lot if, of guys. If it's fried pork, Sky, let's even say standardized goods. Uh-huh. Let's assume school is about to reopen. You uh-huh. want to go to Kant and buy secondhand shoes for uh-huh. your kids. Depending on the time of market, time you go to the Kant and the way you dress, you can get a good price or a bad price. That I agree yeah. with you. But if you are going to buy Gary Olonka, or you are going to buy Fito, or you are going to buy mobile phone, those things generally the prices are known. I've I'm, bought I've bought Gary Dakar. Uh-huh. I've bought Gary in Dansuman. Mm-hmm. I've bought Gary in Medina. Mm-hmm. But you are a woman. <laughs> yeah. The between seventeen CDs mm-hmm. and twenty CDs mm-hmm. standard. If you are buying the yellowed one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Some of them sell it between 22 yeah. and 28. It does not go beyond that. Hold on, hold on. It does on, not wait, go below wait, that. Wait, So you buy a Gary, the price is fluctuating between... It's not fluctuating. It was at 17 CDs. Uh-huh. Now, nobody sells at 17 CDs. Unless you are going to the Volta region mm-hmm. to buy it, you might get it for less. Mm-hmm. But in Accra, mm-hmm. if you are buying the Lunka one, you are mm-hmm. paying 20 CDs. But you see, you see, the, 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 let me, if it's the yellow let me one, actually even you teach are paying 22. Let me actually teach him a trick. When they tell you that a price of Gary is yeah. selling at this place at 15 Ghana cities, mm-hmm. you have to actually compare the weight. Bernard, you see, me, I've sold before, so I know what I'm talking yeah, about. In the uh-huh. Because the Olong Kano, mm-hmm. it depends on whether they've punched the under... under no, but they will pour it in a rubber, in rubber so you see it. Bernard, you, you won't see. You, 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 you came here complaining about a fuel <laughs> attendant who gave you <laughs> air. Fuel air. Gave you air. And collected your money. She, she, she. <laughs> you see, that is the gen- you might think that he's giving you what is the average price, right? <laughs> but the reality why is, why are you using my argument you, against me? My, no, you know, my predicament in against the fish market, no, in no, the fish because market, of that, because yeah. of that. Now, when when I hey, quick, you get out, <laughs> <laughs> my eyes are watching and me at the park, the car they come out. <laughs> Yesterday I got overdose. The guy was happy. The guy was complaining. All right, listeners, what's your experience with Ghanaians? Again, the the premise is that my my argument is that Joe Weiss could have been right and the traders could be right. I think, but because of because he chose to use the pain of the traders, he chose to respond to the traders' complain about taxes using the His experience experience and also the fact that generally mm-hmm. people say Ghanaian traders overpriced. I think it was not fair. Be that as it may, Nathan, lots of comments on this. Let's oh, yeah. go through them. Several comments. Several comments. This one says Joe Weiss is right. What he's trying to say is that the total product cost as compared with the selling price, you'll understand um what Joe Weiss is saying. So somebody's saying that that's it. Also as an importer, so I, I'm also an importer, so I know what I am talking about. Right. We must be honest with ourselves. Joe Weiss is right. Okay. Yeah. This okay. one says, if DNG mm-hmm. comes to Ghana and purchases smocks from WA, upload it on their website and they sell it at 300 USD, 
are they not exploiting too? Yeah. You are paying for the brand as well. Yeah. So still, Joe Wisey is feeling the pains. Joe Wisey and Sky Wisey. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah which is Sky. Open a business and you change your opinions and submission. I shared your opinions when I worked at Busy Internet until I opened my N- own business. Let, let, let me tell him. Look, no, let, let me give you. Let him go. Oh, no, let, let, you will read it. I just want to make a quick example before. You see, I want to hear him. I want to hear. I want to hear him. Okay, this one says very simple. Mm-hmm. Bernard, ask Sky to open the shop and sell at three hundred and, and let's see. That's the, that's the whole he agenda. Last four months. That, you see, Sky, Joe, why should go and do uh, tile importation if he thinks it's that easy? Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> You see, you see, there are, you there are, I'm not saying that the man is right in, in totality. In totality, okay. There are legitimate points that he's made, and then also there are legitimate points of the traders. Fantastic. Yes, give you one. You see, mm-hmm. the first time I actually met Joe Wise mm-hmm. was at the SEPs, the Customs Excise. Yeah. You know, he used yeah. to be DVLA boss. Yes, he used to be the DVLA boss. Yeah. And in fact, at the time, they were fighting under the Kufu administration. Yeah. You know, people mischaracterizing vehicles, yeah. people running away, they are not they don't pay duty. So he knows a lot of these things. Exactly. He knows. So he's not a novice. He's not talking in vacuum. Exactly. Look, As they say, in vacuum. Yeah, that's right. If you go to the port today, uh, all the businesses are bad. People, you know, traffic yeah. is going down. The fact yeah, is many large scale importers. They mischaracterize their goods. They know that they are bringing tiles into the system. Yeah. But they will say that, oh, this is used clothing. Hey, it happens. Mm. They know that they are That's bringing, true. you know, cosmetics into the system. But mm. they will tell you that, oh, this is a feed for chicken. Oh, <coughs> sometimes when they are bringing about 100 tons, they can say that, oh, it's just 20 tons. Of course, the system is not efficient enough to catch all those things. To catch all of those things. So it he's talking from experience. Exactly. So what happens is that they bribe their way along the chain. Mm. But the fact is, People get out of the port, by which time they would have already made 10 times over the amount of money they have already invested in the thing. Uh-huh. So, yeah, that's, that's right. Wow. The, and, and, and our customs officials are a part of the scheme. So, Many he, he's of talking from his experience working with DVLA and the ports and all of that. Yes. So, we should give him a bit of the doubt. Yeah. But using the general feeling about traders, but does he also not agree that port charges can contribute to this? Because there's uh-huh. also a theory in economics. Mm-hmm. Sometimes when you raise taxes too much, you give people incentive to want to cheat the system. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, when you raise taxes, then you give the people the incentive to evade it. That's yes. So And that's also true. That's so, he can't true. blame yeah. them. Yeah, that's all right. Kofi mm-hmm. from Gempa, uh, he's highlighting something Bernard is saying. Mm-hmm. That Sky doesn't understand the rudiments of doing business. He can't oh. be comparing his buying of three smocks transported through VIP yeah, angle. to someone who does this as a business, buying in bulk and transporting down to Accra. Mm. The transporter even adds his profit margin, which becomes the cost of the seller in mm. Accra. Mm-hmm. Okay. Atu says, Bernard, there's mm. a reason why we don't dress to Cantamanto. That's all. Yeah, yeah. That one there is a hack. Mm-hmm. hack yeah this one says okay this one is on side hustles yeah Should why not through? right uh my husband mm-hmm. dr is it koso has the um the best side hustle okay i think we missed that the first deputy speaker said he imported tiles from china at a cheaper cost please ask and find out whether he paid all the requisite taxes mm-hmm. all right uh, more, more messages uh please on the issue of price increase and what joe i said uh, mm. he said the truth we are own problem as a country. I suggest the government should give producers the mandate of writing prices of commodities on them. 
both the wholesale price and the retail price as well to save the government from interfering with businesses and price control okay that's a corsam mm. more comments bernard my understanding of the first physical is as follows all things being equal the greedy trader who doesn't fear god tends to overprice his goods to make excessive profit bernard this is true have a blessed weekend <laughs> Bernard, what Sky described is called price discrimination in economics. There's no problem with selling the same product to different people at different prices. So that's somebody's... It's dishonest. If you're a Christian, you don't do that. No, but there's price discrimination. <laughs> Sky, do you know... If you're no, no, Christian, no, 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 you no, should no, agree no, with no, that. No. Do you know that when you go to like countries which are even more advanced than us, mm-hmm. the outlets in poor communities have a different price from outlets in rich because communities. Because you are paying more in those... So if in London, the property rates you'll be paying will be different for how much you pay in Buckingham, for instance, yeah. or Melting Keynes. Is that not the same thing? No, you see, it, it's a so cost. The, the rich man should the, pay more than the poor the, man. Do you know the property rate in Cantamanto now? The, the cost. How much is it? You see, Bernard, look, <laughs> majority of the times, these people are not even paying taxes. That's not true. But that's, that's a that's true. a wrong they're argument to use. True. What about those who are paying taxes? Bernard, Bernard, Bernard. You see, sometimes we are dishonest about these things. Anyway, by the way, smoke on Gigi, which uh-huh. is a website, is four hundred cities. So four hundred is not that bad. Four hundred thousand. Four hundred. Which smoke is that? It depends. No, on she even, the person even sent me the pictures. Yeah, that's right. So these smokes that are sold on one of these websites mm-hmm. is four hundred cities. So, so it's not that bad. Use this one rather. Four hundred is not bad. So if you bought three hundred, as for the smoke, there are there no, no also no prices on. on which one do you get? Four hundred, five twenty. Yeah, but it depends on the type of smoke. <laughs> so that's it. So it's a question of what smoke. I told you that. Now I went there. Fidi Gadochi with yeah, my Bernard, on the issue of interest rates, it's even worse for traders. Most traders borrow from non-bank financial companies mm-hmm. who, who with even higher interest, interest rates. rates. Yes. Yeah, right. And if you read Kofi Amabin's book, um, the UT story, he yes. explains. So if you go to a bank and take a loan and you are paying 30% it's per annum, you go to a, a small business to borrow money like this NBFSs. Mm-hmm. And you are paying the interest rate per month. month. So if the cost of money is a very important point, we should not forget, Sky. Honestly, that's true. But they shouldn't it, it raise it like that. It's it, look. The people are saying that uh, is because maybe I've not done business before. I mean, for those who don't know, at a, at a point you've you done was, business. I was doing some really good business before I even even let, left this country to go and, and pursue <laughs> something know, else. Law. So please, I've done business. I know what I'm talking about. You know? so, and I've anyway, been to the messages. port. I've taken things out. You know, you know, yes, you, yes, know. Please, you, you know, know. <laughs> you know, you <laughs> know. Finish up. All right, more messages. This one says, "As for Joe Wise, the least said the better. He went to buy tiles on his own. I'm sure he didn't borrow." the money or impossible cost of capital mm-hmm. the tiles he went to buy did he pay staff like the way traders do how much profit for his hard work and going and concern going concern all these before, before taxes. taxes i see and mm-hmm. uh, this one says honorable joe did not buy air tickets and travel to china to buy the tiles mm. he was in china on government's ticket and Still. took the opportunity to buy the tiles uh, all right okay this one says Bernard, the gpha has an inspection directorate so that uh, is so is the honorable minister suggesting honorable member of parliament sorry suggesting that they are not working mm. we need to be truthful to ourselves the fact is our poor charges are extremely high here's one something here's one from here's one from here's one from electra bernard you must understand sky prices of goods and services do not make sense in this country mm. it is not a mistake check the prices of houses in ghana are they? <laughs> that's true houses and land <laughs> They will sell you 
a house in Accra for a million dollars. With a million dollars, you buy a whole mansion in the US. Bernard, the sky is right. To dynamic pricing is what Ghanaian sellers do. Sky is hundred percent right. The same experience with agents. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, I think the reason I'll commend Mr. Joe Weiss is that he's brought out an important point that we have to discuss. And I also feel like there must be more action on the consumer protection law, which will take into cognizance pricing. So Ghana doesn't have a, a consumer pr protection law, which would deal with some of the things we talk about, where you must display the price, you must let the seller know some of the challenges with the thing you're selling and this nonsense that goods sold are not returnable cannot be allowed in any serious country that you go and buy a good and you say goods sold are not returnable so what if the good is bad contract law principle you know so i really want to urge apia and co who are working on this competition and uh, sorry this consumer protection law to work quickly because some there are some cultural behaviors that law and policy can change all right so it's not everything that has to do with just people's preferences when you have a law well put together you can use that to change behavior so i want to urge the stakeholders in that space to move quickly and deal with the consumer protection law now i'm going to be talking to some people very shortly mm. the ghana venture capital and private equity association have a very important conference discussing um hey. yeah investments how, they give money you know we, we've been talking we've been talking about the fact that because of the current financial crisis mm -hmm. a lot of people don't know what to do with their money or where to get money uh -huh, where to so get these, the money these people are going to uh, they're mixed so they are going to help you if you have a company maybe you want to start a smoke selling company mm -hmm. and you are doing very well because you are rich sky they will find venture capital money to support you oh, oh wow okay. they yeah. It's private like, equity, so you have to pay back, or they can, they can, it's no private equity, no pay back. So, private equity means you get a stake, they, they, can, they have a they, they can come and get a stake. So, 25% of your Batakari company mm -hmm. for two million CDs after five years, after five years, they can exit mm -hmm. or they can choose to. You, they, they, they are, there are different ways of, of, of dealing with yeah. that. So, let me <laughs> plug into that and mm. still connect to the Joy's uh, story. You mm. know, it's unfortunate. Mm -hmm that we're talking about made in ghana stuff we're talking about uh industries uh what one district one factory and yet you have our policy makers having to travel in some cases to buy things from outside look ghana is blessed with so many deposits of clay mm. you have red clay mm. you have white clay mm. you have yellow clay all kinds of them you go to the Volta region you see deposits eastern region deposits central region you said deposits mm. that's why Vume is known for pottery, pottery. and ceramics mm. if you go to Chebi there are huge deposits of clay there some of them are even white mm. if you go to salt pond so uh, this in relation to what tiles uh, the, the I mean, why the, the, he went to buy the tiles in China? Yeah, yeah, so, so you see, he didn't buy the one at Shama, the one D1F1. You see, is so, that one D1F tile factory? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. There is. I, 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 I don't, I, I don't, you see, so ceramics at some point was a firebrand, you know, ceramic producer. I think his example was a bad example. So, so you see, I, I think also that we should try moving in these areas because at some point in my life, with God giving us life and money becoming available, as you are saying, money through institutions like this, 
we should be able to engage in some of these. Let me end with a message from a person says, mm-hmm. when an individual buys a product, he's interested in the product, but a business is interested in yield. In Sky's case, he's comparing the buying cost at source to selling cost in Accra. But he should also add to his cost, one, a portion of salary for his agent in the north. So you pay Latif. Two, cost of transportation from seller to VIP. So from the shop to the VIP. Cost of VIP. Three, cost to collect from VIP in Accra. Four, a portion of the salary for he himself as the CEO. Five, six, 40% analyzed margin on the total of all costs above as his gross profit margin. Once he's done this exercise, he will change his opinion. Yeah, there's a there's a towel factory. So, uh, Honorable Joyce, next time you need towels, please. There's the one D one F and boom. Yeah, there's what, a towel factory there. Which which types of tiles they produce the? But you know, the, you know, they will say they will say it's cheaper to buy from China than to buy. But the, by your whole parliament with all Agowu and Pogas, they went to China to go and bring furniture to come. But we have one D one F now. We have one D one F. So Joyce, please next time. Go no, to Pope. Go had, buy house. I remember that story on Eyewitness <laughs> News. And we still had a go and all of them in the country at the time. Yes. We so pre- we should stop that. No, they say it's cheaper, in, it's cheaper in China. <laughs> <laughs> In the meantime, empower yourself with a practical qualification in corporate finance, financial markets, and investment management, including practical application in financial modeling. CFA is a globally recognized standard for measuring the expertise, experience, and ethics of investment professionals. Where CFA Level 1 eligibility has been extended to university students with less than two years remaining in their undergraduate studies. Get the right tuition support from Benchmark. Go to benchmarkghana.com or call 0277-511-315. That's 0277-511-315. And if your health is important to you, visit Vignang Healthcare, a GHS certified healthcare center specializing in kidney stones, hepatomegaly, hypertension, fat liver treatment, and more. We specialize in using 100% natural medicines in all treatments. Visit Vignang Healthcare on the Spintex Road, Behind the standard chartered bank, call us on 054-995-1211. Standard Water has been providing water for the last 25 years. They've been doing it really well. They're available in 11 regions and they still have water for everybody. They've got sachet water, bottled water, dispenser-mounted jar water, and customized water for your parties and other special occasions. For quality water drink standard water call them on 02020557030 or 0547334385 and this ad is FDA approved now if you lose a loved one it could be a tough period but if you speak to Lashibi Funeral Homes and Crematorium they will give you the best private end to end funeral services call them on 0509 send them an email info at lashibifuneralhomes.com or visit their website Website lashibifuneralhomes.com for more info. Lashibifuneralhomes uh, and crematorium dignity for the deceased, comfort for the bereaved. When we come back, I'll be speaking to the Ghana Venture Capital and Private Equity Association. Very interesting conference coming up next week, and it also addresses some key issues on financing for which is guys. 
Batakari and Fugu business. <laughs> this is the City Breakfast Show, the city's biggest conversation. I'm just sitting here playing the guitar. This is the City Breakfast Show, the city's biggest conversation. Time check 933 City Breakfast Show. So the Ghana Venture Capital and Private Equity Association have their first ever conference happening next week. And there's a strong delegation in the studio. Mirabel Muro is the partner at Injaro Investments. Mirabel, welcome to the show. Thanks for having us, Bernard. Wonderful. And Anthony Annan, not the footballer, is the CEO of Impact. No, no, no. I mean, I don't know. I probably he'll be getting more money than you at some point in his career, but CEO of Impact Capital Advisors also in the studio. Welcome to the show. Thank you very much, Bernard. Great, great stuff. So what we're talking about the Ghana Venture Capital and Private Equity Association. Who are you guys? What is it? So the association is a private sector-led group, mm-hmm. and it's made up of the private equity and venture capital pra- mm. practitioners in the country, okay. institutional investors, um, as well as the service providers mm. that support the industry. Mm-hmm. And we're set up in 2021, oh, and our mandate is quite simple, mm. is to be the collective voice mm. for everyone in the industry so mm. that we will increase the amount of private capital mm-hmm. that is made available to businesses. Mm. And we do this in a couple of ways. We organize um, networking events, mm-hmm. the conference, mm-hmm. training sessions, as well as provide platforms for members to be able to showcase mm. uh, their products. How big is the industry in Ghana? So in terms of members right now, GVCA, mm. we're about 20 members. But if you want a dollar value, you have to come to the conference oh because Lord. we are going to launch a report there nice. about the state of the industry. So Wonderful. do attend and you'll find out. Maybe I should backtrack and ask Anthony what we mean by PE and VC. What's private equity? What is venture capital? Okay. All right. Um, as the, the acronym PE mm-hmm. It's private equity. Mm-hmm. So that means uh, somebody giving you funding mm-hmm. to take an equity stake in your business. So Good. becoming your partner. Mm-hmm. And we use the word venture capital mm-hmm. to, to kind of mean the same thing. But venture capital uh, typically signifies an investor mm-hmm. who is coming into your business at a point where your business is perceived to be 
very risky. It's a venture. It's a venture. You're venturing so into business. Exactly. You're okay. venturing into something which is unknown. Mm. And there's a lot of gray areas. So the mm. venture capitalist comes in mm -hmm. not only to give you money, mm -hmm. but to help steer you through okay. those gray areas to get you to the destination. So it's more of an, um, for lack of a better word, an intimate financial relationship where we just don't give you money, mm -hmm. but we participate in your business and we take an equity uh, position. And so, we so, lose together, win together. So VC is more hands-on, in my view, than private equity generally. Generally, generally. Because mm -hmm. VCs tends to be at the early stages. Okay. For the most part. Mm. And PEs tends to be uh, when the, the, there's more clarity on the business. So instead of opting for a debt financing yeah. from a traditional bank, yeah. you go to a, a, a PE and they will typically influence from the board. So both P and VC is not debt. It is both debt and equity. Depends. Right. But the, 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 you, you you can be a PE investor with some debt and equity. If you are not giving some kind of equity, I, I I get you. So if you have a company that you value at a hundred and somebody is giving you twenty mm -hmm. to help you, that twenty could be fifteen to own and five that you pay back. Exactly. All right. Exactly. So that that's the way it works exactly. sometimes. If he's an equity investor, he has to take some form of equity. So he he cannot just give you the twenty and say pay me back. He has to say some of the twenty is, is stake in the business. He's not technically he's not saying pay me back. We are sharing a profit to create. So I'm your partner. So we create something and we share. I get that's it. the difference. So we win together. Yeah. But why is this together. important? Because you know usually when you talk about I'm starting a business, I need mm -hmm. money. Most people think about loans. Right. So why is private equity and venture capital important in Ghana's business conversation at all? It is important because um, banks, as they are structured, mm -hmm. are structured to be risk averse, i.e. they take money from the uh, deposits from the public and then they lend to the to, to businesses. Mm -hmm. So they have a mandate to ensure that they recollect the, uh, the money back. So to put it simply in our local language, they can't use depositors' money to do cha-cha. Yeah. So basically, they have to make sure that, one, the company has history, it has track record, it's, it's profitable, mm -hmm. and there's a clarity as to where the company is going. Then they will give you a debt, and that debt, the repayment must fit within the cash flows of the business. Then they say, all things going wrong, give me a collateral. So that if things don't go well, at least I can fall back on your collateral so that I don't ever lose money. So if you think about it, a debt finance from a bank is to say, I'll give you money. I cap my return. I know exactly what my return will be. And I want that money back. Whereas the PE guy is saying, okay, you are at the stage where you may not have the track record. You may not have um, that visibility. You may not even have the collaterals. But I'm prepared to partner you create value and we pay each other from the business as opposed to you owe me and if you don't pay me i'm selling your personal assets or whatever to pay for that has a very important clarification so uh, Mirabe, what's the uh, conference about uh, what are you talking about in this conference sure so this is our first conference mm -hmm. and it's a wonderful opportunity for participants to learn more about our industry and then meet the industry 
players under one roof. Mm-hmm. Our theme for this year is leveraging private equity mm-hmm. um, for Ghana's economic recovery. Mm-hmm. So it's over two days at the Accra Marriott Hotel. Mm. On the first day, which is Monday the 24th, we have some plenary sessions and then we have three very engaging panel discussions. So to the topics that you and Anthony have just been discussing. The first topic is how is private equity and um, venture. venture capital fund managers, how are they creating value mm. for mm. the investors? Yeah. What's the role of domestic investors to mm. really build Ghana's economy? Mm-hmm. Then finally, we'll discuss alternate models mm. for deploying and measuring private capital here Mm. in Ghana. Mm. We'll also share the findings of the reports that Mm -hmm. I mentioned Mm -hmm. about the state of the industry in Ghana. And then we'll round off with a networking cocktail at the end of the day um, to be able to make deals between ourselves, um, the entrepreneurs, investors, and fund managers that attend. Mm. On Tuesday, we have deep dives for okay. each of the attendee groups. Mm-hmm. So we have the investors, the fund managers, and the entrepreneurs meeting separately to really go into topics that they are interested in in a very safe environment. So, mm-hmm. for instance, the entrepreneurs will be talking about <clears throat> attracting the right kind of capital. Then the investors will be talking about risk diversification strategies. Then the fund managers will be talking about nuggets involved with valuation of companies. And we have a very exciting deal room at the end of um, the second day for Mm. companies who have pre-registered to be able to talk with the fund managers. Yes. So that brings the question, who should be there? Uh, what, what, What type of audience are you expecting at this conference? Um, typically, we will be looking for most of the players in the industry, mm-hmm. and the industry uh, doesn't it doesn't just comprise of those who make investments directly to to companies, mm-hmm. but those who provide capital to the funds for them to also make uh, investments. Mm. So we'll be, those are what what you would call the investors, and All so right. we have uh, institutional investors. Uh, we have. Uh, like pension funds, uh, asset managers. Then we have individual investors, uh, which we typically we call high net worth um, uh, individuals. Mm-hmm. People who have, uh, should I say, they have money and they want to deploy the money, but they don't have the time to do it themselves. Mm-hmm. And so they deploy the money through fund managers who then also deploy it to mm-hmm. underlining uh, businesses. Mm-hmm. Then there's the service providers. Mm-hmm. Um, the service providers are the lawyers, the accountants, um, the, the tax experts, uh, administrators. There's a whole lot of other professionals who support uh, the industry to make sure that it functions the way it's supposed to mm. function. Mm. Then, obviously, there's the regulator. And mm. in our case, our regulator is the Securities and Exchange Commission. Uh, so, basically, they regulate the industries and they make sure that uh, the investors who come to invest in our space do actually understand that the level of risk that mm. they, they are taking. Mm-hmm. And then also to make sure that for those of us who deploy the capital, mm. we follow standard um, uh, processes, well laid out and time-tested principles for, uh, for deploying uh, capital. Mm. Then also there's the general public. So anybody who wants to 
uh, at least learn about what we do, get mm -hmm. to understand what we do. And if they are also looking for funding, it might be a good opportunity mm -hmm. uh, for them to get to know fund managers and uh, what type of sectors or areas that they support. Let's talk about sponsors. For a conference like this, obviously there are partners and sponsors. So if you can tell us more about those, Mirabel. Yes, yeah, sure. We're so grateful to have secured um, sponsors from various institutions. So we have British <coughs> International Investment, okay. FSD Africa, sponsored by UK Aid, mm -hmm. then the MasterCard Foundation Africa Growth Fund, mm -hmm. Venture Capital Trust Fund, Axis Pension Trust, Stanbic Investment Management System Services. Mm. Our tech partner is Soft Tribe. Nice. And our media partner is City FM. Thank nice you, Ham Bernard, and mm. the rest of the team. Mm. And also a big shout out to Linda and her team at Q8 Marketing for pulling it all together. Wonderful. So more information, contact if people listening want to get in touch. Uh, Anthony, what should they do? Um they if if you want to get in touch with us, you can visit the conference uh, website as gvcaconference.com. Mm -hmm. So GVCA, Ghana Venture Capital Association, conference.com. Mm -hmm. And the phone number is 050-8454-763. And okay. when you call, you can ask for Mirabel. Um, if you want me to repeat the number yes, again, 0508-454-763 and mm -hmm. ask for Mildred or Mirabel. Wonderful. We've been talking to organizers of the Ghana Venture Capital and Private Equity Association Conference happening Monday and Tuesday at the Marriott Hotel here in Accra. It's the maiden edition bringing together people with money, people with needs, and people who can match the two. <laughs> and it's happening the whole day. If you want to register, you can go through that phone number one last time for people to register. 0508 0508-454-763. Wonderful. So get in touch and be part of this fantastic program.
97.3 City FM. It's um, 12 minutes to 10. We'll be back with more. Lots of comments on side hustles and overpricing and all those things. Stay with us. This is the City Breakfast Show. The city's biggest conversation. The City Breakfast Show. Rise above the noise. Lots of comments. I think the <laughs> I, look. I like I like the discussion. Hopefully, we are putting things in perspective. Hopefully, we are working on various levels to improve mm-hmm. the business environment for traders, and at the same time, also get some certainty and clarity about how people do their pricing. And of course, let the side hustles continue. Yep. Yeah, Few more messages. This one says, "But me, I do understand this thing about Joe Wise blaming traders. If he has traveled to China and found out that." the prices that are cheaper or lower, he can't just make a conclusion from there that traders are overpricing goods. Of course, things in Ghana, uh, things in China are cheap, but he should think of what's happening with the duty rates at the port. That's where the issue is. Mm-hmm. Bernard, he bought tiles from China. Did he pay taxes at the port? He sent them straight to his house. He said he did. And that those same tiles that he bought, okay, they he were selling higher. Okay, you let's listen to the rest of the message. Says the business person will, <laughs> will have to put them in his shop. Mm-hmm. Rent, mm-hmm. levies, mm-hmm. VAT, utilities, mm-hmm. workers, mm-hmm. then profit. And then bribe. <laughs> what <laughs> price should be put on to cover these costs? Mm-hmm. A recent analysis I did for a business showed that the price markup is really low and their purchases over a six-month period was were always higher than sales. The business will shut down soon if prices are not increased. Businesses are suffering. I strongly support the man speaking because if the port is compromised, then it means the government has to put in effective systems than to add taxes. 
That's a lazy man's approach. President Mills tried it, and I'm sure it yielded some results. God save our country, some from Hachu. This one says, apart from the duty and taxes paid by the importer, the cost of stores at Makola are in dollars now. Oh, how? Cost of electricity, hey. labor, etc. How do you then say that they are profitable? You know the funny thing about that, what you just read? It's also overpricing, right? Why do you price a Makola stop shop in dollars? But who owns Makola? Ghanaians. No, who? Makola is not private, is it? I don't know. Who owns Makola? I don't know. Makola, I don't think Makola is a private market. Oh, but still, but why is this? If it's in price in dollars, yeah, but is it in dollars? But you see the absurdity here. We are saying traders are overpricing. Makola is a private market, and they are using different. But the shop that you are going to even sell in, you are going to pay dollars. Even the government at the port, some of the the levies are dollar indexed. But it's trade. Trade, you have to dollar indexed. No, 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 no. You see, if you are if you are thinking properly and you are thinking about the people in this country, you you, you do that in the dollar. So they raise the dollar index one by five percent, and the CD index by by ninety five percent. So they are basically saying that the CD is useless. That's what they are saying. Charlie, we are our own problem. The, the government, nah, they are part of the problem. They are, they are the main problem in the whole conversation. You know. All right, um, a few more comments. Skype, please yeah. read them. Okay. This one says, Jawais either doesn't know what he's talking about or he's doing braggish propaganda. propaganda. The government and Ministry of Transport have left the shipping lines to be charging abominable fees. Very good word. <laughs> abominable. Nobody comes to the aid of the trader when systems are delaying the clearance of their consignments, which uh, mostly leads to costs All right. and charges. This one said, Bernard, mm. let's take this uh, into consideration. Sometime last week, Godfrey was telling you hey. when these politicians talk, they are talking from a particular perspective. Hmm. Could it be that Wise was talking based on information he got from the business people who support the f- and fund his political party? His party's his political activity. Yeah, that's right. Um, because since uh, he got into, since he got that info, which is the information, what has he done with it? I won't be surprised if he doesn't make it to Parliament after He's 2024. Retiring. Uh, has he said that publicly? I don't know. 2024, Are you retiring him or he's retiring? <laughs> no, I thought he was, that's what he said. Yeah, he said he's I haven't heard him say that. No, no, I mean, no, I don't know. Ask, are you quick? Okay, well, if Sky hasn't heard it, then please. Nobody will have it. No, but Sky this is he's doing law. That's half time. Oh, no, no, no. But I know. No, it's not everything you know. No, I know. These days, you're a big man. So they say you cry. We don't tell you again. You can't sit on radio and do lap So don't tell you. <laughs> Good morning, Bernard and team. Good morning. Please, your wife didn't pay warehousing fees, rent, electricity, etc. It's not easy running business in Ghana with all the risks that are associated with the industry yeah. here. Uh, it's coming in from George in Oyarefa. Mm-hmm. And there's a long one. Hello, City. Hello. One. Yes, traders have uh, this exploitative thinking. Mm-hmm. Remember what happened at the height of the COVID when people were rushing to the market Fish to stock sheets. up. The traders shot up prices. When the traders were asked, their only justification was that they didn't know Ghanaians had so much money. (laughs) 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 Two, cost of doing business in Ghana is crazy and high. Fueling, utilities, logistics, finance, etc. The only thing which is slightly lower is cost of labor. Discussions should be hard on the above points. This one says, Bernard, Ghanaian traders are just wicked, keke. Last week, I went to buy mango. Our local mango. <laughs> Could you imagine four CDs is now 10 Ghana CDs? Yeah, oh, yes, yes, yes. 
four from four cities to ten Ghana cities. Watermelon is even worse. Ghanaian traders uh, will keep these fruits and vegetables there to rot rather than sell it for an average profit from spare parts to building materials. So this is coming in from Tony. Basandil, oh, Aloski, I bought Wachi. Hey! There's someone control market. Hey, Aloski, this woman. Wachi 20 cities. Says the Wachi, no, it starts from 5 cities. So I asked them, like, how far? She said, okay, 5 cities. I said, okay, give me 5 cities. Hey! Yeah, because 5 cities should be okay for yeah. a human being my side. Mm-hmm. Charlie, one ladder. Hey. She took, she looked at, this woman looked at my she size. One ladder. Give me one ladder. 5, five cities. cities. Oh, so you had, five you had to ask her to add more. I didn't add anything, so I said, it's okay. Then I asked for <laughs> the, uh, those ingredients, the ingredients, yeah, everything. The, the meat is ten cedis. <laughs> the meat one ten cedis. <laughs> Where is this shop? This is the control market in front. There's some woman in the corner. I watched it was nice, but Charlie she's squeezing us, and she wasn't smiling too. I thought Charlie pay me. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah but guys, let me twenty cedis. Read these last two comments, and I want to I want to make a conclusion. Okay. okay. Right. I'm working here in Georgia mm. and the price of goods for the people who can speak ever is lower <laughs> <laughs> than the people who can't speak ever. Tomorrow. When they realize you are an immigration officer, cried there, Charlie. You are dead. People are supplying the evidence to defeat you. <laughs> From his own people. <laughs> they look at yourself, Charlie. Talk me like your phone number. You know, me this I can't handle. Hello, look at you. Hello, Captain. Me, me, some of the best Gary in Ghana is from Ghana. And do me in the matches, Charlie. We are very good Gary, and so if you do, if you do your Gary, or the the very abominable name Gobe. Gobe. If you want to supply, if you want supply of good Gary. Both white and yellow, Charlie. and Zomi. Uh-huh. Please come to my hometown. You get okay. <laughs> you get. Final one is Neil. Neil from Ashley Boche says, "Trainers in Ghana overprice. They are worse. That's a fact. These days, the ordinary man can import from China. After the goods arrive in Ghana, you then understand that products on the local market yeah. are highly. I had this last highly. one. Highly uh, um, overpriced. This one, which one? The last one from Togbi Dobu." Mm-hmm says pricing in Ghana is guided by the dollar fluctuations because our currency not is stable. not stable. stable. Hence, people want to ensure that they break even. Yeah. There's another one that I thought was interesting mm-hmm. about somebody who buys insulin and the prices that are being charged. All right, he says that, uh, Bernard, good morning. What's going on is terrible. Can you imagine that insulin, which retails at 130 CDs, is now being sold for over 500 CDs? For one, because of shortage, I don't even know how I'm going to survive for the next few days oh, without it. Yeah. You know, it's for me. I want to say this: that look, you can say anything you want to say about traders, but in, it's not. It's not in the position of a, a member of parliament whose government has set up obnoxious policies that is killing businesses to be lecturing traders about overpricing. The government crowds businesses with its own very high interest rates. Government sells T bills more than anything else. Crazy. Government's policies at the port are very bad. Fact, so to turn around and blame traders for high prices is disingenuous. Like He's killing his own flagship program. So the 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 the, the, the Ghanaian trader is not perfect, but somebody in a, such a high position should be the last person lecturing us when their own policies have destroyed many businesses. So that one, as the host, I've said it. Thank you. Uh, for free. I've said it for free. So I won't give I won't give guy a response. <laughs> Me the
Alright, so that's all we have time for. My name is Bernard Avlet. Thank you very much for listening. I was here with Richard Sky, Gofer Akotobuafo, and Nathan Kwa.